Hello, I'm Eagle. Eagle Gardens. Eagle Gardens one on Instagram. Welcome to episode 651, Weed Nerd World. Little black girls in the background. What a good tune. Hopefully you guys have had a good day. Pretty good day myself. Stu Mooil, just some crazy people doing stuff. Cheers. Hopefully we get a couple people in here hanging out with me tonight. Thought I'd get things fired up a little bit and just hang out somewhat in the background. Trying to get some packing done. Get ready for this weekend trip down Jones, Michigan to the Big Clouds Farm. They have Mendo, Mendo in the Mitten events. Should be a good time. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to it. What you guys smoking on? Did have a guest tonight, but unfortunately we called it a draw. They were late. I had stuff to do. Said, let's let's try it again next week. So that's where we left off with that. Gonna try again next week. His hers grow. Howie Hashington. Cheers to you. Love that name. Hold on, you. Leave this blind cat rolling in. Get me an earpiece going. Turn on. SoCal. Leave this blind cat in here. Cheers, blind cat. How you doing, my friend? How did Blind Cat beat me here? Ah, uh, just barely. <laughs> How you doing, Eagle? Cheers, good. What's up, brother? Pretty good, man. How you guys doing? Oh, I'm fucking great. It was a good, productive day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, uh, Pretty productive day myself. Nice. Packing up, huh? Oh, for the show, for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, I didn't realize it, man. We were talking the other day and about going down to the big farm, big clouds there, uh, Mendo and the Mitten. And I, for some reason, man, I was under the impression that it was like mid-state. So I, I thought it was, this doesn't apply to you, Blanket, I don't think. It was like right here in the mid. <laughs> and I'm like right here. But man, turn comes to find out, it's like, down here so i've got like a four hour ride easy down to the event so the I, other night uh sorry i didn't mean to kill, kill about you what'd you go ahead oh i was just gonna say uh so i think the plan is i'm gonna fucking pack up get ready and then i'm gonna fucking just drive tomorrow night i'll fire up the weed nerd world and we'll kind of do do a weed nerd world sub cool style. I'll just throw you guys on the fucking dash and fucking hang out with you guys while I head mid state. I figured I would head down and uh, stop at the daughter's house, see see her, and my grandson, and then uh, pick up in the morning and finish finish the journey down to Big Clouds. So 
Hell yeah. Midway. Hell yeah, dude. Road no. Triple Eagle. It's badass. Now what was you going to say, sir? Oh, so uh, the other night, I came up with the plan and got it rolling in motion to show up at that event. Oh, no shit. And it was like, dude, I had the plane ticket in the fucking shopping cart. Whole nine yards. I had fucking place to say, uh, place to stay set up somewhere to, you know, Stoney was going to pick me up at the airport. Fucking the wife put the fucking smash down on that one. <laughs> mm. So, well, she was all for it, but she's like, yeah, that's fucking fine. It sounds great. Go ahead. But you remember there's a family thing this weekend, and I told you you was going. Fuck. <laughs> he goes, but I'll drop you off at the airport Saturday night. Shit, you know, I get there fucking midnight Saturday. Everything's over. Yeah, Mendo plays at 7.45, I think, Saturday. Yeah. So, but giant fucking huge shout out to uh, Modern Gardens. That dude is a fucking stellar individual. And uh, Stoney, Stoney Rockefeller fucking volunteered to pick me up at the airport, you know? So, Modern had a place. He's like, he got a hold of me. I didn't even get a hold of him. Somehow he heard about this plan and uh, I got a DM from Modern. He said, hey, brother, I got a place to stay right there if you need it. Feel free. Hit me up. I just so happens that's where I may be falling. And oh, Modern fuck, hit me man. up too, man. He was like, hey, man, just thought you should know. And this is like shortly after I find out that it's, see, I'm thinking it's like an, an hour, an hour away from me. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I can, you know, go either direction, that place to stay. I can stay there. Fucking, eh, it's all good. And then I fucking find that out. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then fucking modern hit DMs me. Ding. Hey yeah. man, I didn't you can stay at my place. It's only you know 20 miles away. And by the way, they're out of they're out of camping, camping sold out. I'm like, ooh shit. <laughs> yep. I'm starting to really appreciate this offer. And yeah, so I think that uh I'll be hanging out with modern Saturday night after the, the shindig there and possibly right. doing a, a weed nerd world from uh his place. Oh, that would be badass. Uh, That's awesome. I, I think our friend Mr. Stoney Rockefeller may be there as well. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck, it would have been the fucking... Dude, we could have done a fucking East... Or, uh, uh, Michigan's fucking West Coast fucking merger of the show for a minute there. <laughs> I'd like to say to my family member that's the event I have to go to, fuck you. <laughs> Ruin my fucking weekend, dick. <laughs> yeah so uh i need to get a list of the next big events coming on out there because uh, i might have to do a you know plan a fly out weekend and actually get a plan not you know fucking oh shit it's wednesday the show's fucking saturday i can do this i can make it it's only on the other side of the country i can fucking make it <laughs> I'm always surprised at the people that pop up at some of these Michigan events, man. I'm here for fucking Alaska. No shit. <laughs> right? I'm here for everywhere. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's always a good draw, man. 
great people. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I got to hit one up because uh, there's not a lot. You guys have shit that's way better than we do. Like, there's nothing like that out here. You know what I mean? Our stuff out here is like, you know, 8 to 4.30 Saturday afternoon, you know, 8 to 2 on Sunday. And out there, you guys are doing like the weekends. So, yeah, there's a couple of them this weekend. And all, uh, all of them are camping events. I don't know. Obviously, the Canon community was listening when we were talking about Bigfoot and shit because there's a few all across the state events now that are like, fucking camp and come get high. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, I was at the grocery store. This is the fucking how crazy fuck it. I don't know. Maybe it's just my, my, my face, my demeanor. I don't know. I seem to get in trouble a lot. I walk in, I can walk into a store I've never been into, and the cashier will be like, hey, trouble. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I don't even but know. I, was stopping, I stopped into the fucking grocery store earlier and out of the blue. Well, first of all, my ear was fucking purple, and they're just looking at me like, what the fuck? And they're like, new piercing? And I'm like, nah, not really. This one's a few days old. I kind of all oh, gauged up. I'm up to a zero on this gauge in the top of my ear. But I dropped a fucking my phone in my truck earlier today. And I fucking uh, right in, under the driver's seat. So it was like under where my feet go. So I'm, I'm out of the truck and I like lean over to fucking grab that motherfucker and the fucking steering wheel grabs the back of that gauge, this needle, the fucking the, oh. uh, the, the stretcher there, whatever they call yeah. that, grabs that and rips that zero all the way through. Oh, and right out my ear. Oh, oh, oh fuck oh, me. Man. That hurt, man. <laughs> so it was like just screaming purple when I'm in at the store. So the cashier and everything's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, what? So it goes from, you know, that to, hey, man, there's a ayahuasca ceremony coming up in August here in Michigan. <laughs> if you if you're interested and I'm like, dude, I'm super interested. I said, man, I ain't got a whole lot of time right now, but you can bank on the next time I come in here. Me and you are having a conversation. So right. I think in August I'm going to fucking finally take that ayahuasca trip. Oh, yeah. It's exciting. Intense, but exciting. <laughs> At least it so seems like it whenever I see other people do it. It's like, whoa. But that's that's that still is exciting. So I uh there's this app out there, it's called Next Door. I've been talking about this all day. Um, it's kind of like a little local neighborhood, like you know, each little subdivision has their little page. It's like neighborhood information or, you know, like, hey, you know, Betty Joe's got fucking extra lemons. Go stop by there at the mailbox kind of a thing, right? So I put up a thing on there telling people that, hey, I need uh, some shit for my compost. And I got a whole shitload of my neighbors like, dude, come by. I got this. I got that. I got this. I went and picked up like 10 different loads of, you know, farm animal shit today. For the compost bin. And then the guy I went and got the pig shit from, I was talking to him. He's got a beautiful fucking 
property going on, right? So I start talking to him and it comes out that he's all organic on this nice size property, growing all kinds of fruits, vegetables, freaking flowers, all nine yards, right? He does like a fruit, like a fruit stand, produce stand thing on the weekends. And uh, he was telling me that, you know, his, uh, his people that were helping him out can't really help him anymore because they got other shit going on. So I told the guy, I'm like, hey, you know what? Fucking, if you need a hand, let me know. You know where I live. You know, come fucking knock on my door and, uh, you know, I'll come over and help you out. Cause, dude, the experience on a no till farm like that would be, I'd do it for free just for the experience, you know? Hell yeah. But I'd love to see him and Smiley fucking get going at it. Cause uh, I think him and Smiley would just kind of run away with shit. Fucking muted. Sounds like it'd be a good conversation between those two. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, dude. The guy's like, when I started asking him, uh, you know, I told him I was like, oh, you're uh, you're an all, all organic out here, right? And he kind of chuckles. He's like, oh yeah. And he says, uh, you know, I don't do shit except for when I put my amendments in my soil once a year. And I asked him, I'm like, oh, what amendments are you using? You know, just out of curiosity and kind of trying to see where he was going with it. And the first things out of his mouth were like, oh, I use manganese, I use gypsum. And, and I'm just like, okay. He's like, well, you know, I use a lot of the build-a-soil stuff. And I'm like, oh, dude, okay, you know what you're doing. You, you got your shit on point, you know. <laughs> but uh, it, was, it was a killer experience being able to check that place out. It's always nice to see how bigger operations like that work. Right. And, you know, I mean, even on, you know, he's not growing cannabis over there at the moment, but he's got a lot of experience with it. And uh, we got to talking about it. And he's like, yeah, you know, growing cannabis leads to a lifestyle of horticulture. Yeah, no shit, huh? No shit. What up, Green Fingers? Green fingers. Come uh, back and slow. You guys hear me? Yeah. Finally. What's up? That's heard my name. Cheers. Hey, what's the uh, on your greenhouse? How long is that thing? Almost maybe. 30, 40 feet. 40, okay, okay. Yeah, this guy, I was, I was looking at his today, it's fucking 85 feet. I was like, holy shit. Way too big. I was watching the thing, man. We talk, we've talked a bunch of times, you know, about growing weed in the desert and shit. I've seen a couple of things myself uh the last couple of days about people fucking growing weed in the fucking desert one was on vice and it looked like they fucking noise it was in green fingers fucking backyard 
where they had like people gorilla growing fucking greenhouse after greenhouse greenhouse and they were like man they just we can't stop them they just set up and fucking it's a misdemeanor it's literally a misdemeanor to bust them it is it's barely worth our time and shit as soon as we bust them they'll fuck another one be up the next week and shit and i was like all of them all though all all of them in the desert and then uh, I was watching on Instagram or scrolling through my Instagram. And I want to say it was, I'm going to probably say this wrong, Bacavlash Farms or something to that effect. And this cat's like, he, he walks up and he's got a machete and he just starts chopping at the base of this cannabis plant. That's nice size, but it's all like white sand as far as the eye can see. And all you can see is just maybe a little black dirt, if that, underneath all that sand. But that fucking, that weed's growing in fucking what is obviously a fucking desert and shit. I'm like, no, shit. Big old plant. But tons of buds on it. Look fucking. It's the best place to grow. If you could live yourself out there, it's hard to handle it for a person, you know? But the plants can handle the shit. If they got a breeze or just the open air in a greenhouse, they're going to snuff out. So every day I got to wake up and open my greenhouse or leave it open. But outside, with the, if you just have one side open of each of your greenhouse on each side, you don't have to do shit with water like once a day. It's fucking crazy. Yep. Well, again, like some of those bushes out there get fucking huge. So, yeah, from just a from just a everyday morning dew. Like that's the only time we get because the rocks get so hot during the day, 115 degrees. Then at night it drops to below 60, and so underneath all those rocks and everything, moisture starts to come out. So just just what happens, you know. So my car will be like all moist on the inside. I'll be like, what the fuck? Who's fucking in my car? <laughs> Have to go check. Be like, why is it all misty in there? Just because of how hot it got and how cold it got. Like, it's crazy. What the fuck? <clears throat> kind of, uh, it's kind of impressive to see some of those, like, like this dry farming thing. You know, those guys are, they're, they're actually killing it. I'd kind of like to try that, you know? Especially being in California, because uh, we're about to be getting like water rations here pretty soon. We don't have no more water to use. Everybody's. I can remember working. fucking ten years ago, fucking seeing uh, T-bone pickets, which is uh, one of the United States is like super rich. Uh, guys and he was trying to buy up uh, a giant aquifer in the middle of the United States water rights under that and he was just planning to rape everybody for water and even like the guy that's interviewing him was like isn't that you know unethical and so he was like basically I don't give a shit this is business you pay it if you want to live it was basically his his attitude towards it. I was like, "Holy shit, that's cold." That's, <laughs> that's just fucked up. Yeah, it's getting bad out here with our water, man. You know, it's already shitty water, but we're running out of it because uh, 
the uh, idiots in charge are not uh, maintaining or increasing our places to store it. Yeah. And a lot of it just fucking wash out into the ocean. Yeah, but the water that does get sold, that's the problem, it gets sold to somebody instead of them using it the right way. So they'd rather sell it to the people of San Diego from instead of letting it wash into the regular aquifer or to drain into the aquifer from the Colorado. And so that's the problem. We don't have stored water because they would rather make money on selling it instead of just letting it replenish the, the aquifer that's here already. So we could just get our own water instead of buy water from Colorado every fucking time. But they want to sell it. So more money, more problems. Better get those hay, better get those hay bales in, in the ground and that hugel culture in the ground and that mulch up on top. Start saving your guys' asses fucking money. I'm really thinking about uh I found a spot in my yard that I can do a hugel mountain. I'm I think I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I got everything laying around to do it with, you know. So might as well. Do it in Africa, they can do it there for sure. Right, right. Yeah. Put fucking grass in the ground and shit, and they fucking that's how they save on their water. They don't even water, they just let it rain. <clears throat> That's, yeah, that's another problem. People watering their lawns instead of keeping it for you know, we're not allowed to have lawns where I used to live. Now I don't have a lawn because it's not you're not capable to have a lawn out here if you wanted one. It's fucking if you did, you're gonna have a lot of water, like your high the highest water bill in the world, trying to have grass out here. The rabbits eat that shit in a day, first of all, and like secondly, just to get it to seed. From to sprout with no fucking soil or topsoil, impossible. It's like, yep. Hundred golf courses where I used to live, middle of the desert. Fucking amazing. A lot of water. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, guys like you and I and. Other small-time growers are having to worry about having it rationed. Yeah. Should I take a shower once a week just because my plants are more important? But, like, I don't sweat or nothing because I stay inside all day. But if I were out there, I wet myself every damn day because it's like, fuck. It's just because I don't want to fucking waste that water bill. It's $1,000 water bill last week with, or last month with a fucking leak in my bathroom. So now I turn that main water off every day. I'm like that leak, fucking way too much money, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, that shit's not cheap to fix. Yeah, it's crazy. World, what I was gonna say? I had something. It's gone, just like that. I've been doing that a lot lately. Keep going through like these checklists in my mind, my travel checklist and shit. <laughs> yeah, like I need to take that. I need to take that. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'd be a, I could be like a woman 
when I fucking travel and shit. I, I take I tend to take too much shit and shit. Two days, I need five days worth of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucking maybe a joke. <laughs> fucking ten worth of weed. <laughs> hey, we want we want a vacation for a week. And I got like a backpack, and my wife's like, "Are you sure that's all you're taking? We're going for a week." I'm like, yeah, I got it. I'm good. It's only a week. I can do it in a backpack. She's got fucking duffel bags and suitcases, and I'm having to buy a fucking roof rack to put it up on the fucking jeep. It's like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm super looking forward to hanging out Saturday. It's been a while, been a minute since I've been to an event, man. I am way past you. I think I went to one last year, and that's unlike me. I fucking usually like every event, every event that's reachable, I'm at. You know what I mean? So it's long overdue. Long overdue. I'm excited. Yeah, I was doing everything I could to get out there. And then, uh, yeah. It was either like, hey, uh, you know, yeah, you can go, but you know, you better hope Eagle's got a spare room for you when the event's over. <laughs> like, well shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, motherfucker, go ahead, take off, go. Just don't come back. <laughs> so you took out a pumpkin today, SoCal. Did you did you just make room for the existing stuff or did you put anything else in its place? No, it was just I just made room for existing stuff. Cool. It was a volunteer, and it was already. I was for a minute. I was going to keep it, but where it was at was like right in the middle of everything else, so it would have just dominated everything. Mm-hmm. So I ripped it out. It's exactly what happened to me last year. Right, right up in the middle, and I fucking, <clears throat> I made it fucking trail off all the way over to the fence and shit. <laughs> it took up a lot of space. Yeah, my buddy calls me from the farm today, and he's like, hey, I think there's something wrong with these plants we put over here. So I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, all the leaves are pointing, like, straight up. <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> they're telling you they're happy. He's got, like, you know, not a lot of uh, growing experience, so... I'll have I'll be having to go over there a lot more than I thought, but to see those things just fucking standing straight up praying to the sun, it was like, all right, this is gonna work. We're gonna have a mendo tree. I found some of these uh gems in one of my drawers that I was cleaning out yesterday. I know I've got a ton more parts, but uh uh, oh no way! Wow! I used to have just tons of these parts 
yeah, he, yeah, it's like a tree. That ass, just sit down and shit. Okay. I used to have like a tool, little toolbox of those pipe parts and it, like a rector set. And like, like dabbers today would, you know, spend that 10 minutes cleaning, cleaning their pipes. I would take 10 minutes and fucking like just erector set and pipe together and shit. Deet, 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 twists and turns and shit. Ah, this is cool. Smoke out of it, shit. Yeah. So badass. Probably. Memories there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get like all the different fucking different chambers and curves Mm -hmm. and twists and longer stem here, shorter stems there. You can make some cool shit with those back in the day. Hell yeah. You're a little hash. Yep. Sorry, blanket. You're good, bro. Chamber. Chamberheads, the weed, fucking put that nug in there. Yeah, that's oh, all I was gonna say right there is the the chamber nug. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I could feel what you're gonna say. I was like, yeah, I got that shit. There's always the rule that like we had to go through two bags before we could actually break into that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, our rule yeah, was I wish these days. Sorry, can you think? No, I, that was I was our rule was you just need to be there if we ran out of weed and you were there and you were there. We we're smoking the chamber bud. That's all. Yep. Oh no way! That chamber bud was for the homies on the you know back of the house at the end of the night. Nah, not not in our group. If you were there, if you weren't there, you were fucking kicking it with somebody else. What the fuck? Why weren't you there? Yeah, fuck it. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna talk about cleaning them bad boys, man. Fucking the old, the old, remember the old metal stem that you used to just hold the lighter to until get that resin to fucking roll out there and drip onto that paper. It yep. was just horrible smoking, but got you high as fuck. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Yep. All the metal shavings in there from fucking cleaning it out and shit. Tasted, tasted like some sort of fucked up barbecue or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's even the worst. Smoking stuff from the ground, thinking that it's weed. It's like that. That has to be resin, black, and on my floor. What else could it be? And it's just some total. Banana peel or something random, burnt toast and shit. I actually <laughs> thought I think I lost the fucking stop the roach container habit when I started growing weed. <laughs> Up to that point, man, I always had like a film container or something that fucking I'd put roach in, man. We'd be in a circle, I'd be like, right here, right here. Yeah, that goes right there. Yeah. <laughs> always fucking had to join up with that little fucking container and shit, no matter what. Always had a joy. Nice. Biggest I started growing. Weed, I was like, fuck those roaches. Biggest one in my history. <laughs> because it's from the seeded weed and it's a little harsh because I let it go like two weeks over and it was just fucking like yellow as fuck. But I still tried to smoke it. It works. Don't taste too good. And you have those buddies over that <clears throat> that don't grow. 
and they're like, "Hey, what are you what are you gonna do with all those roaches, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking take them, please." Fuck. <laughs> uh, that was my friend. The uh... At the plug house at our dealers, he was just like go through his fucking ashtray instead of buy weed. And I'd be there buying weed, and he'd be going through the ashtray. I'd be like, "What are you doing, dude?" He's like, "Oh, he lets me take stuff out of his ashtray every time I come." I'm like, "What the fuck? Why don't I do that shit, son of a bitch?" It'd be full on joint to be the front guy until I noticed the front guy wasn't necessarily he was only fronting because he knew he was gonna get big bag of roaches and shit. Like, hey, wait a minute, <laughs> fucker, you got a whole pocket full of money. Yeah, well, well, uh, let me just say, fuck. Uh, quit, quit abusing the system, man. That's for the broke fuckers. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, man. We were over on IG talking. I was talking to Blind Cat and, uh, Eagle pops up. I'm like, oh shit, Eagle's on. Gotta go by. Fucking hit the thing. And I don't even know. I don't even know if Blind Cat like, realized I was leaving. No, I noticed. <laughs> I'm pretty observant. <laughs> shit, I better be. That's all I can do is fucking listen. Shit. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to see what this uh, what uh, this cuvee and this Amy does over on the farm out there. Yeah. Oh, never mind. The plants, the females, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, whenever somebody says they're excited to see what they're going to do, I always think they're making seeds. So I'm like, yes, like, come on, let's get some seeds going. I'm always excited for that shit now. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, no, this is... Uh, this, this, I'd love to do seeds out there, but this is going to sustain us for the whole year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're one and done. Yeah. I smoke all my seeded weed the whole, every last bit so I could get every last seed. Otherwise, my mom's giving me bags of seeds too. She's like, here you go. Here's all the seeds. She's like, give me the seeded weed. I'm like, why? Why? She prefers the seeded weed. I don't know. She's rocking, what? <laughs> she's rocking all your seeds to the shops and she ain't telling you she's bringing <laughs> me my seeds back <laughs> fucking brands and shit she's like here i found this this fucking new company try this out well, dispensary weed she brings you man she ain't paying for that she's trading a bag of seeds <laughs> she's not even that. She probably just fucking had them growing that shit. <clears throat> you supply the seeds, you get the bag at the end. You know, you get a bag at the end. I'm pretty excited to see uh, the packaging you got coming on for the seeds you just spread. Did you say that was coming uh, in the mail or something? Or you just ordered it? Green fingers. What? <clears throat> the packaging for the, seed, the seeds you made. Oh, recently. you were talking about yesterday? Yeah. Fucking. My mom's dealing with that stuff. She wants to do packaging. She's okay. like into the art shit. So I have no idea what it's going to look like or what it's going to be or any of that shit. But we talked about it before. 
So, yeah, I forgot. We had talked about the seed thing a long time ago, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I was – I was. I've never had it – like, I've never been a part of that process, you know, for my own or nothing like that, so. Yeah, I think you about that first. I think you were the first person that told about the packaging and all the branding that I was going to do, like the brand, the name that I was going to start out with. Oh, I right. Still yeah. know, I still yeah. don't know if it's the name of like, what name I'm going with, but yeah. Penis pipe yeah. genetics. What? <laughs> Penis pipe genetics. Oh, that's a that good one. All the yeah. different ideas you had, though, they were good ones. Yeah, there's some good ones, though, right? Yeah. Shit. You said you were the one that came up with the play on the name, so that's why I was like, yeah, perfect one, because, yeah, play on words. I was like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, that's always my that. favorite part of, like, naming or, like, you know, if you do, <clears throat> I've always thought about, like, yeah. oh, if I was this and this, I'd call it that or whatever. Yeah, see, she wants to go, like, legal, like, or do it through her LLC and then like all that shit so she could sell the seeds. Like she don't want to just sit there and like have me make seeds. So she wants to like start a company to sell seeds. So I'm going to let her do that shit. Or she wants to be the business person. I don't know. She's tired of yep. being broke. <clears throat> you got all these seeds and it's fucking... Super stoked about... Uh... Smiley kicking off his shit too. Yeah. Finally kicking off the angels' things and getting things where they're available for purchase and stuff like that, getting everything dotting the I's, crossing the T's. One thing I appreciate about what Smiley's doing about as far as producing his genetics is it's kind of the sub cool kind of, uh, admirability that uh i you know i enjoyed about sub basically i think smiley's taking a similar path there to where he's weekly walking you through the garden showing you what he's doing showing you the genetics him growing it and shit like that you know i think it's very respectful and admirable you know this is what you you know he's not doing it like sub can do it's more gentler in Smiley's manner, but basically, you know, here's here's the angels in action and shit. You know what I mean? I think that's a, a cool aspect of uh, his his breeding projects that he's got going. That it's pretty pretty open source, or you know, right there for everybody to to follow along with. Yeah, his garden tours are awesome to watch. I, I'm hoping, I think he's actually, this will be his first, I know he's too humble to even say that shit, but I think he's, this is going to be his first weekend that I think is, he's actually putting his genetics out there a little bit for, you know, oh, say tested the market a little bit. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Oh. That's fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Smiley, that's badass. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Get out there and get them, buddy. Right. <laughs> Represent for the fucking weed smokers and the weed growers. It's representing for the weed nerds. There's properly said, I guess. Hell yeah. You know, it's amazing how many people um, grow that you wouldn't think grow. You know, it really is. 
Yeah. Hell, my UPS guy is looking for bull rider seeds. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, the UPS guy is the last person on earth out of expected to ask me if I knew where to get bull rider seeds. I'm like, dude, fuck. Uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'll put the word out. See if I can find them for you. Oh man, it is like that, man. I was tonight, and I every fucking time Lexi calls me the fucking most popular guy at Walmart because I go in there and fucking somebody's always saying hi to me. But I'm always talking weed at Walmart. Always talking weed. Tonight I was talking same thing. I couldn't. I even had to like stop myself because I was like, man, I'm talking super loud here <laughs> but it happens all the time there's a lot of fucking people i meet and kind of try to rope in either in line you know maybe he here is talking or something i'll be like yeah 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 look i give away seeds in walmart a lot <laughs> hell yeah that's badass that's badass it's nice to see the different people that grow. I still think that the that sweet old lady that had the idea of like the cannabis gardener was spot on. Just for so many reasons. So many reasons. For one, again, I think me, myself, coming into another golden age of life, and Mr. Greenfingers in particular would play love to play along into the gardener type you know what i mean it would i would i think at some point i could play gardener slash boy toy <laughs> for for uh, for uh what do you call it there one of them kruger ladies sugar mama <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. He was going for the sugar mama with a fucking 48 foot greenhouse and uh you know a thousand square foot fucking growth facility. Plant pimp trichome daddy. Get that six pack back in order, go shirtless, go do some gardening for some of these ladies. It wouldn't be such a bad gig. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of these young crypto rich females that are, you know, they just came up quick and they're looking for those dad bods. They're looking for hey, the guys that go. So, I got the signal coming back. Been eating a lot lately. A lot of junk food, I guess. Not really happy. <laughs> a lot of sweets and candy. Yeah. I need a pull-up bar. I used to do like a hundred a day, and my shoulders were all ripped. My biceps were all perfect. Now I look like fucking, yeah, like a green fingers would be like. I am not a piece of meat. I am your gardener. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your cannabis consultant. I am not a piece of meat. Okay, I'm a piece of meat. I know nothing about weed. <laughs> Just had to smoke it, guys. Funny. Hey, there's there's you there's your new business, canescaping. Yeah, doing that on the golf courses. If we could get a contract with the golf course, we could like 
that's a lot of square footage and free water. I mean, like a lot of square footage is trying to do their whole, they can make money off it by branding it. And then we could be the gardeners and fucking, we'd be fucked by being the gardeners unless we hire some people to do the hard work. We sit in the clubhouse and smoke and play golf. Mm. You got a fucking. Just just to save myself a little bit of typing in check, Buddy Kilowatt was wanting to know about how you enjoyed the samples. My reply before you get a chance to say is, where you been the last two days? He's been half fucking retarded as he's been (laughs) smoking and fucking trying to describe your samples there. He wouldn't even... He wouldn't even give us the description. He was so buzzed <laughs> up. Like, I was even I in the chat thinking I was in this chat room and I was in another chat room and looking for the other, for all the people. And I was like, where are the regulars? And I was like, what the fuck? Where are they? And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Wrong show, man. Wrong fucking show completely. But Bud was still there. That's why I was like, what the fuck? And he asked me then. And I was like, I love this shit. Well, it's not that he won't give us descriptions. It's that he really can't. <laughs> what <are you> saying? <laughs> He's tried, but uh, a fucking couple squirrels ran through, maybe a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what we're talking about right now. The other way, chasing the rabbit. <laughs> what, are you guys, what are we talking about right now, though? Hold on. Refresh my I kind of feel like when we ask him, everything goes animated in his head. <laughs> it's kind of already animated it turns normal for a second and then it goes back like yeah like the puppet world that's gross scheme (laughs) yeah i just take a dab before the show and then i take a hot shower to try to cool off and i don't know why a hot shower is going to cool me off you know I was like, fuck, it's so hot. And I was like, fuck, it's a hot shower. That's why it's fucking hot, dummy. Like, Jesus. Yeah, but when, you know, it's 115 degrees outside and you go stand in a 140-degree shower for a minute, you know, you get out and it's nice and cool for a second. Yeah, it feels like it's 90 for a minute. So, fuck. With a cool breeze, it feels like it's 80. Balls tighten up a little bit. Sorry, too much information. <laughs> too much information. I forgot that one right when I said it. Sorry. Skin tightens up a little bit. Thanks for the double visual. <laughs> so I feel younger. I feel a lot younger because of a hot shower. Just pulled my skin and like made it really tight. You know, you're not old until you've uh, knelt down to move a planter and you set the planter back down on one of the boys. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> sit on your own butt or sit on your own balls when you're sitting down, like to cross your leg or something, and like the balls get stuck somehow in between your legs. My grandpa used to do that all the time. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? But you'll understand one day. I'm like, no, I won't. We <laughs> get ball surgery. Fucking, they get that skin tightened up like an egg. Like Dave Chappelle said, tight like an egg. All right, what did one saggy titty say to the other? <clears throat> we better get this. Sh- we better get our shit together, otherwise we're gonna get confused. Otherwise they're gonna think we're nuts. 
<laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Somebody jump in and save this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bro, let me just say Finally. Wait, the American one, the American one, the American one. <laughs> oh, we've been in we've been in darker places than this, you know it. Next time we do this, you just pretend it's the 20, say it's the 20 and play a song. And then it cuts us all off, you know? It's like, yeah, the 20 again. Bump, 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 right in the middle of our fucked up conversation. Like, I would not take offense to that. If you did that next time, I'd be like, thank God. You saved us. <laughs> <laughs> so if you need to do that next time, just feel free. Cut us off with the song. The emergency break song. The wrap it up sign just starts fucking creeping up. <laughs> yeah, you can wrap it up on us. That would be the perfect thing. I do, I do have the wrap it up thing. It's actually a thing. Oh, it's it's not on this computer. Damn. I did have the wrap it up thing on the other computer. It has a background. Just for, just for certain occasions. <laughs> I remember sometimes people wouldn't see it on purpose, I think. But Oh shit, it's time for us to go. Just know you're going to have to start playing the accompanying music for me to get it. <laughs> right? Everybody you're start see turning up music all slowly, crescendo. <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah. I get too high and my eyes closed. So I'm not, I don't really see the show as much as blurs. I'm like, I did give uh, some clones some new homes today. Spread out some genetics. Cut a bunch more when I got home. Spread out next week. <laughs> yeah, I got about 10 more days to see which one, how many make it out of my clones, too. <clears throat> but so far, so good. I just took everything out to the farm, and I'm like, "Fuck! I gotta start new seeds now." There's all these empty spots. I got What am I gonna start now? What are you gonna start now? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. What do you got? What do you got to run? That skunk. Was it that skunk one thing? Was that a possibility or? Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple from him that I really want to pop. I'm looking at that 99 neck bones, the Cindy 99 cross. That's no. a, way up there. I'm looking at the uh, the Sherman's pants. I really want to do that one. And then uh, he's got a Jesus OG Quirkle tester that I want to do. And uh, there was one other one that I really was interested in. I'd have to go look and see which all of them were, but there was a <laughs> Jesus OG and Corkle, I think it was. Or skunk number one and Corkle. I'd have to look. I want to do that lose lunch. That was my grandpa's name. <clears throat> so I think that's the Jesus OG cross as well. 
Actually, I got the box right here. I'll look. Yeah. Oh, look. Does anybody else out there have this? Read it to the class. Yeah, we can't <laughs> see. I can't see it either. <laughs> Amy Aces. Um, yep. Got 10 of them. <laughs> 10 different phenos. Females. 10 different phenos? Yeah, I popped the whole... I, you know, I'm just like you, bro. I pop the whole fucking pack usually. Oh, that's, yeah, 10 different fucking, yeah. Dude, 22. Like, there was fucking 22 in the pack. I popped them all. Hell yeah. I found, like, six different phenos of my shit, like, in one handful. But they're all, like, from one night. Like, just this one, the most thin leaf as fuck. (laughs) I'll show them to you guys later. They're super thin. The thinnest thing I've ever seen in my life. Crazy. So this one here, um, cardboard socks from Miranda yeah. Family Clean. I want to do the cross on that. That is the skunk number one in Quirkle. Okay. Yeah, got that, that one. Buddy. The other one Hi. I'm really looking at is the uh, Sherman's pants. Oh sure. Cheers, bud. Hi, Green Fingers. Hi, everyone. Cheers. Oh, I can't open my door. Oh, dude, in the next day on uh, his menu. What's that? I said, I hope those in the next day on his menu there. Oh, yeah. That's Sherman's Pants, man. That one sounds really good. That's the, uh, what is it? The Jesus? Jesus times skunk? There was there was an M1000 as well, right? I forgot what that one was called, but the M1000, the Corporal, that sounded kind of good. Yeah, that one is. Let me find it here. More mix. Hey, today I saw him in chat, Flora, Flora Nugs. He had DM'd me, and and I didn't I didn't even remember, but he sent me some of his genetics. I just. I haven't even looked at him, but I want to thank him. Yeah, I think I got both of those as well, buddy. Them are top on uh, top of my next list there. The yeah, Bingo Pines and the Better Than Your OG, B-O-Y-O, that was it. All right. I like OGs. It sounds good. Yeah. Sounded fire. That's no G's myself. What you rolling up? This is Yoko, which is Animal Mints 15 crossed into runts. <clears throat> and out of the last batch where there was like four or five new things, this one is the one I like. It's, it's, uh, from modern epigenics, or the Runt's reversal line. And I did a bunch of, like probably about a dozen of the Runt's crosses 
the Mendo breath runs. I kept that and run it. And uh, there's been some good ones. I didn't keep them running, but this Yoko, I, I think I'm going to keep running. Yeah. Mm. Kind of over the runs, but this one's good. Yeah, I'm a stress ball right now. I, I basically, tomorrow, I'm supposed to fly to the Barry for the show. And then the last few days, I've been deciding I wasn't going to go. But I have these friends. So, you know, some of us, we go back like 30 years of going to shows together. You know, they're none of them around here. They live where they live. And the peer pressure... Oh, man, I'm, look, I just booked my flight. Fuck, I'm going. Holy shit. <laughs> what show is it? Is it Grateful Dead or what? Yeah, it's Phil and Friends with the keyboard. It's Ben Montench. He's from the Tom Petty and Heartbreakers. John Schofield, who's Miles Davis's old guitar player. Oh, cool. Joe Russo's on drums. It's it, And it's at Stanford University, mm -hmm. which... Is like a cool spot. It's like in this amphitheater on campus. Uh, one of the reasons I was opting, like if it was like normal, it would be two to three show run. Oh, and then it's worth going up there. Why I was like hesitant, kind of not into going. Uh, yeah, it's one show and it's one set because there's an opening act. It's, it'd be like a two hour set. But by the time you go to the airport, Fly. Ah, shit, man. I've been doing this too long. So I was like not into it. Like, but my friends wouldn't let me go out like that. So I'm going. You ever seen, uh, you ever seen Dave Manichetti? No, who's, no. Uh, he was uh, from, y, he was in YNT and shit, the lead singer and shit, and uh, guitarist. Is <laughs> he in like a, a jam band scene at all? He's got his own band. He does a, you know what I mean? He was basically like before they were like one of the first like quote unquote heavier metal, but it's just pretty much hard rock. Like, but it was originally what you would consider like heavy metal. But yeah, Y&T. Well, the, 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 the harder then, rock bands that I go to <clears throat> widespread, I like them. And then Government Mule. That's. But that's yeah, like kind of, power. That's like power blues. I wouldn't call that. Yeah, <clears throat> hard rock. Right. But that's what he does too. Like he has a he has an album called On the Blue Side, and uh, it's it's you know <clears throat> really good blues. And I'll uh, check it out. I think dark. I've heard the name. Yeah, like he does a lot of shows. I, I, Basically, it's they not went over for every. It's not for everybody, but there's this guy that I, I well, I'm into bass players, and there's this guy. His name is Mono Neon. I don't know if anyone's heard of him, but he's in a band. Well, he was in a band, or still is, called Ghost. Ghost Trance. Ghost something. But he he wears, like, blankets that are, I can't, so he's a trippy-ass dude, right? <laughs> like, but, but his music, he's, like, this phenomenal musician. But he has his bass strung backwards, like Jimi Hendrix had his guitar. So the low strings on the bottom and the high strings up top. And that in itself, from a bass playing standpoint, guitar, I mean, even with Jimmy, you, you notice like 
I think one or two other people have attempted to play their guitar like that. It's, it's pretty crazy to play that way, but yeah, he does it on the bass and he's like a funk blues bass player, mono neon. And he's, he's trippy dude. That's all I have to say. Like he's not for everybody, but yeah. If I was to liken this guy to somebody else, it'd be like Joe Satriani or something like he's Oh really, yeah. He's like, in my, me and my dad would say that like, he's probably a, in our opinions, a step above uh, Satriani, but very similar. And then has like the hard rock and blues influence. So I like, both well, like, like in my terminology, that's like a gunslinger or, you know, a shredder lead guitar yeah. guy that's fucking got his shit mastered. Yeah. Yeah. He went over to, um, <clears throat> they got pop. They had, they got fucked by the record company pretty much. And then dipped over to Japan. And that's where a lot of their shit is from. And, but yeah, Mean Street, Black Tiger, fucking, they, on their blue side, you do a little fucking, uh, you know, this is a man's world fucking, you know, tribute to fucking. Well, I'm <laughs> sure when they're done with their tour in Europe, he'll tour here, but. Yeah. Right on. Uh, I've I been watching fucking... clips the last few days of Jeff Beck. You know, he's been around forever. He's a phenomenal guitar player. Yeah. And his, his new band, <clears throat> it's all women. Like it's Rhonda Smith on bass and <clears throat> this new chick on drums, but they've been at Albert Hall, which is real famous in London, you know, uh, the last three nights. And there's great clips on, on YouTube because Johnny Depp was like the special guest and each night did like 30 minutes of a couple of his, well, no, I don't even, I turns out they weren't his songs. He was singing John Lennon songs. Johnny Depp, I'm not sure he's he's a great actor, but uh, he's a wannabe musician. But yeah, Jeff Beck, uh, he's a he's a he's a shredder on guitar. He's old, but he still does it. Wasn't Depp's uh, band called like Hollywood Vampires or some shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's just... his uh, his band. But yeah, he was like the special guest at these these three shows at Albert Hall the last few days. Right on. Major. I hear you, brother. What's up? Smoking auto. Disrespect yourself. Hey, Major. My autos are hanging. I, I cut them down. Oh, shit, buddy. They smell great. They look good. I know they're going to be a little off on the, you know, total oh, 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 let's genetic stop right there, buddy. expression. But let's stop right there, buddy. You're going to have to get your friends to trick you up, man. You got to get some good bud. Give them that fucking auto. Let's get those joints going. One, two, three, four, and five. Don't tell you shit. You got to smoke it, man. And do the truth, man. Let's I, see. I, I grew these last year. They were they they were good. They smoked good. They got you high. There's like a like a like yeah. I have like refined cannabis. I've grown a lot of it for a lot of years. So yeah, I taste that whatever the ditch weed cross in there. You can't get rid of that shit. But you know, well, I think we can. All right. I know Otto was well, a pathetic I, yeah i know that you're gonna come out <laughs> well, and we're gonna put you, some lipstick on that pig man 
People Just are going remember, right I called it first when I, I realized you are actually the king of autos. You, you're you not autos. against autos. Is Greenfingers here? Yeah, do Greenfingers pose. There you go, Greenfingers. Pose it up, baby. Come on. Come on. <laughs> autos are strong, baby. I got my Greenfingers, bro. Growing but in I got I got to desert. looking at, looking at Greenfingers' layout, especially with that space he has out in the in the in the uh uh, greenhouse or the you know the outside uh, and the weather and all the factors he faces yeah he could rock autos and be cranking out oh, oh we're we're gonna set them up we're gonna move in down there all those abandoned houses we're gonna set up shop wait, wait have you ever been anywhere near where we're talking about because like I 90 think days I we choose, out all we need is 90 days Mars. for an auto I would choose Mars <laughs> over the fucking Salton Sea. <laughs> Why is that, buddy? Tell me about this awesome location. Something's gone down there. It's like it's it's fucking weird place, and there's weird vortexes, and it's it's a yeah, I, I yeah, you have to go there to experience it. Yeah, I should cool. ask. Greenfingers more about the slab city and the fact that this thing is thriving. How many years has it been going out there? Uh, for as long as I can remember, really, because ever since this, <laughs> ever since they the got to stop being lived in, they started being lived in. You know. And how many thousand people are living out there? More than see, I only have three hundred living with me, and that's exactly the thing. There's like a few thousand living in the middle of the desert. With no law. No, they got their own law. They 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 create their own. They got a sheriff. With with their law, I should say. They're like the Amish of the meth heads. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you'll see like trailers and all kinds of RVs driving up up until you get to slab, and then like right when you get there, then you know you're there because you're there. And I've heard. That once you get there, it's like next to impossible to ever be. The Amish on meth. Come down and see green fingers. Oh, I've never now, have been you ever there, gone but... over there and visited? No, that's a, I've never been there and never will because I will get eaten alive. I'm a piece of meat, dude. <laughs> Come on, dude. I'm gorgeous. You're not a, you're gorgeous. <laughs> Almost the gorgeous oh, yeah. Gorgeous. Like, I know that most people that live in the desert, like, you can always spot them because they're, like, haggard. Like, the desert weather really does a number on their complexion and their <laughs> overall being. The desert yeah. dwellers, you don't seem, you seem to be kind of fresh. Like, you don't seem to have any of that. That's what I'm saying. Good back step, thing. buddy. Take a little back step on that one. <laughs> well, green fingers doesn't go outside. That's the thing with desert. No, people, I'm always man. outside. I was on a homestead well, before. Just when it's dark. I know, right? I know SoCal knows what I'm talking about about the desert dwellers. <laughs> Dude, they look like a fucking. You'll hear that, that like the terminology of like, oh, that old lady looks like a leather handbag. Well, it's true. <laughs> it's fucking true. <laughs> it's true. It takes a certain type of people that live out there that love it, and you can't drag them out of there. They love it there. What's that movie, Something About Mary, or no? Me and my son. No, yeah. We're the one with the hair gel. That one. 
with the chick with her the mom when he looks at myself and Irene. Is it the no, one where she's naked in the window? Mary. Yeah. Yeah, something about Mary. That's what they look like. Like the bag. Like a bag. Like a, a little fucking dog that he fed the meth to. Yeah. <laughs> and her boobs are all saggy and like, yeah. Looks like leather. Like she looks like like what you see out here at all the rich people, like until they get their surgery. You know? Surgery does a lot to people. Make you brand new. Going back downhill. <laughs> That's a good thing. Slab City made now, us go down. Now, how far from the actual Salton Sea are you? Five twenty-five feet, thirty feet, forty feet. I don't know. I can't count. I'm bad. Hundred yards. <laughs> like and I so can that, smell the water, and I can see the water, and well smell that, the water, and send out the water. That smell is something like fuck. I. Yeah, that's I what smell I the water. The water when I smell the water, it smells like I'm at the ocean. I walk out here and I'm like, "Where's the fucking sound of the waves, you fucking liars?" It's like it just smells like sea, fucking like I'm at the sea, but it's not like. And, and what then color I get the is it? Um, I can't see it that good. Like from here, I just see the shore, like so the reflection of the sky, whatever color the sky is, it reflects. So blue, <laughs> it reflects blue, but when you get to it, it's not blue. It's like brown, More like uh, porta potty brown. Yeah, it's just a runoff <laughs> water. It just looks like runoff water from your pots, or if you've ever dealt with, with runoff water, like from a indoor planter, like really sludgy and some dead fish on the shore. But oh fuck, I locked myself up. Oh, well, walk around. But the sulfur smells from the sulfur underneath the fucking salt and sea. Not from this water itself. Like, the water itself don't smell bad. It smells like I'm at the beach right now. Like, I wish I was. And I wish I could hear the crashing waves. But well, wait, what was the last time you were at the beach? The last time I was at the beach, I used to go every summer to Oceanside right there. Fucking Okay. But wait, yeah. was that recently? Six years ago. Yeah, that's a pretty long time. And so, like, when was the last time you left your property? This property, I just moved to this property. Okay, but you've been there the whole time I've known you here, and I always get yeah. the sense you never leave. No. I don't leave. This is my sanctuary. I don't like people. I, I can relate to all that, but believe me, it's healthy to like you gotta yeah you can't stay hold up forever drive you fucking crazy dude Mm -mm. i used to stay at my house with my grandma forever when i was caregiving for her and that was because she had um a lot of different things you know she had dementia so she was like i'm a brand new person every time i'd like to play it off and be that brand new person every time you know whoever she said i was i was all right yeah okay um, so I could act like really well like that when it comes to like when I have to do something that somebody doesn't recognize. Like I had to chase her down the street a lot, and like the cops were calling me a whole lot, like because she thought I was somebody different. Like, so if I was to swing there and say, "Yeah, hey, dude, we're going, we're going to LA to this event or something," you know, would you come, no, or you would, no. you couldn't come because you got dogs I, and you can't? I couldn't leave. come because I need dog sitters, but I'd only go somewhere because I'm. 
I'd go to the casino anywhere at any time. Like the dogs just sit here for me to go to the casino. Like I'm addicted to that shit. That's my true vice. The casino. Well, I've, I've had my days at the casino, but yeah, that's a waste of time. Yeah, no, for me it's fucking. I don't know. I got that look. I'm a piece of meat. They see me in the machine. They're like, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I don't want you declaring yourself a piece of meat. Like, that's just not sounding right, dude. It, it doesn't, but the machines love it. They love me to sit on the machine. Right when I sit there, I win. I mean, like, everybody yeah. wins. Until you me. lose. Make no, I enjoy your. Green I, figures, I enjoy your simple concept of just being a piece I of meat. Because what we are, man. <laughs> Just a sack of blood. Then they look at the neighbors. Yeah. But they give me free money all the time when I go to the casino. I don't know why. I always win. Like, I'm very rare. Yeah, do, do they give you free nights? Have a two nights stay, sir. Make sure you spend some of that money you want. Oh, no. I don't do that. I don't do the membership cards or nothing. That type of thing. I I'm had a run play. like that. It's I don't know. Usually you win. They come around and they're like, hey, sir, we'd like to offer you three days stay. And yeah. Like, Hell yeah. I'll take that. that. And I'll never take I'll it. Take, I'll take your casino, offer. It all started like we used okay. to like the buffet. We'd go out there and I'd play. Oh, I only play this one slot called Lucky 88. And for like years, holy shit, I, I had to pay all these taxes because I like <laughs> they offer you when you hit the jackpot, like it's like 1500 or more. You have to sign. Yeah. And I, you should just let them take the taxes then. But I would be like, yeah. oh, no, and they give you a W-2. This thing mm-hmm. stuck, stacked up. But I went on a run where I was like you. I thought, holy fuck, I'm the luckiest motherfucker. Every time I fucking come here, I hit the jackpot, get these fucking slips. Went on for years. And then it stopped. <laughs> and holy shit, I, I kept putting money in that machine probably for like almost <laughs> two years before I realized, holy <laughs> shit, it stopped. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. See, you're trying to, you're breaking my crushing my dreams no I, well, me and my friend used to do that for a living like we'd go there and that was like what we did it was like go to the and we'd hustle he'd hustle at the fucking tables but he'd give me money because he knew somehow i'd have more money than him at the fucking from the machines and he'd be like where's money i need money i'd be like what the fuck every time you're losing the money that you give me to be to start well, off the reality with of that machine it was a penny machine and it'd oh. be like I guess the minimum you could bet would be like 50 cent or whatever. Yeah. But I'd bet max, which was like $6 or three, three or $6, like nice. toward the end. Because a few times, that's how I won the lot, right? right? But then, holy shit, when it, st- it stops paying and you start trying to play the $6 a fucking whop, uh, yeah, you go through big swings. <laughs> I have pictures of my grandma holding the big checks that they used to give you, but I fucking don't know where they're at. They're in a box somewhere. But when I find them, I'll show you guys. They're fucking awesome. She win all the time, every time, more than everybody I've ever seen, more than me. That's where I think I got it rubbed off on, like her good luck rubbed off on me. And then like, she won every time we take her out up until she died. Like every time it was crazy. Well, I've done enough gambling to know that there are these people that are lucky as fuck, man. And if you're one of those, you should be over there at least a couple times a week getting your money. You know, once a week wasn't a deal. We didn't do once a week. We felt like we were getting gypped out of the. Because they give you free money if you got a card. My friend would get the card, the free money, and all the free rooms and all that shit. But I would just go and play a free money. Just remember, 
nothing's free there. So yeah, forget no, that concept. Yeah, he would spend the yeah, money. Yeah, you earn points, and oh yeah, it's all just part of the the hustle. Man, they got they got buses up here that stop. You can meet them in town and fucking get on the bus and get a free ride to the casino. Oh, free yeah. the problem too. I have. This is the problem I have with like the casino, Paula, and and there's a few. It's on the most beautiful <laughs> reservation that you can think of, the most beautiful land ever. And well, I know from living around it that there's there's a bunch of Indians that that aren't don't have the right paperwork, so they don't get like the ten thousand a month that the rest of them get. But like all the Paula band, they I think it's over ten thousand a month that they get. And uh, you think a single one of them has built a nice house out in the most beautiful country, their own reservation? No. Like it's like third world in the uh, little area that you could live out there. Uh, and most of those people that get that ten grand, they drive brand new Mustangs with yeah. no like they don't worry. They just blow money. They end up living in Oceanside or wherever. And well, that and, sounds like a cool concept. Don't you think, buddy? Besides having a house, like well, sort of, I would be all for it. What? If all this money <laughs> receive really praise built, for from strangers. Built on yeah. the Fancy reservation, house. and they yeah. had like good, good, you know, life on the reservation. But that's well, not freedom. what it is. What, what's the price of freedom, though? If the price of freedom is to have a shitty house, I'll take a shitty house, man. You know, freedom. Get a well, Mustang. I'll take that. The way I look at it, and and. When I was a kid, I went to the South Dakota to this gathering called Black Hills Gathering. And it was all, it was like the Rainbow Family and hippies and no nukers, but it was all the Indian tribes and Russell Means and all these people spoke. So I, I, I have a place in my heart for the cause of the Indians. And the way I see it, yeah, we drowned them with fucking booze as hard as we could, trying to break up traditional life or, or, their culture and then when that didn't work we we found that oh give them casino and let them have money and that will that will be it because well that only happened because of the rich developer who was like how can i get a tax break how can i get more money but the the thing but pretend to help people one of the best cultures that had so much right and and so much to teach you know it, it well, Indians in general that way is basically dead. That destroyed way is dying, their dude. their like not only just fucked them over every way we could we intentionally like are making sure we destroy them as like a culture nothing will exist well, like, like said, if, it, if, if our government had their way if you kill the buffalo life, you will kill the red man and guess what they never killed the goddamn buffalo well it's so a pretty the, sad so despite chase. the textbooks despite the <laughs> sad looks I bet you some of those people are happy because they yeah. don't have oh, hey. the same perspective. I was putting value into a house as though you're supposed to get praise from some stranger, being like, "Oh, that's a nice house." These people don't care getting, about that shit. Right? Understand that concept? A month, free it's freedom. Hair. It's freedom, Man, buddy. Don't you understand that concept? They don't oh, have to I worry about a house. I worry about but a house. Over, so. over in Vista Court, there's all these lawsuits where people are suing the 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 Paula or the the main the what do you call it the Indian because uh, there's Council. Each, each yeah because they've deemed them 
not being from the from the from the Paula reservation, right? So when you go out there after dark, you you watch out because there's a lot of pissed off Indians that don't get ten grand a month and are stuck in this like shit bill, right? Well, so you gotta take a look at your own society and look at those shit hills you have yourself, right? Yep. It's just part <clears> of <throat> culture. There's always going to be someone rich. And there's always going to be someone poor. Yeah. But if you're poor and you have freedom, that's a great position in life. But if you're rich and you're always working and you think you have freedom and you need praise from people, that's a sad motherfucker. Yeah. That's a slave. Oh, I agree with you 100%. Fuck. I've never yeah. had a job my whole life. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I took on a I'm fucking job for some reason. Job, but... I held a job for a long time, but it was. Oh no! When I was a teenager, I had a job at a gas station for three months to earn money to go out on dead tour. I I made I saved two hundred sixty-four bucks and got on the Greyhound to North Carolina. (laughs) Yeah, you you got money for a reason. I spent my money on weed and bongs when I was a kid. (laughs) When I had my first job, I literally bought. My dad's like, "Why do you buy fucking bongs every week?" He's pissed off every fucking week. I started working when I was sixteen for him, and like. He was pissed. Like every week, I buy a two hundred dollar bond. He's like, "You fucking idiot! What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, okay, see, we're tongue. starting to uh, like, peel back the onions on the green fingers. <laughs> well, here's, really a pos- here's what I'm interested in: green finger, especially considering the amount of of growing you're you you're capable of and you're doing. You yeah. and your mom should not spend not one penny. Buying some bullshit at these stores. I, I Fuck tell that, her not dude. To, she does. I'm like, don't buy anything. I'll pull something well, down. She's like, no. I'm like, I don't like my fucking weed. That makes me paranoid. That's why I'm we like, told him he was getting so tore up because he was used to smoking that dispensary shit. <laughs> <laughs> she said, yeah, like, the, it's the, basically I, autos, I, right? I've been busy, but I did log on and, and saw green fingers and could tell he had gotten my package because he was fucking totally stoned and yeah i see him smoking weed all the time and hardly getting stoned but whatever i sent him i didn't send him that much i didn't have the flower i sent him little amounts but i sent him a fucking container of the bho crumble and that's what that was i was trying to figure out what kind of well i heard you ask okay i trim where I first take off all the, the fucking big leaves and let it dry. And then when I trimmers each work with a paper bag, grocery sack, and they keep all the inside trim. And yeah, same way, same piece of equipment that I've been having, the equipment from Bogart. And even myself first started making crumble way back in 2012 or around then and have a price for that whatever and then i when chatter came in oh i vacuum oven and the whole other process and a lot more time and work used to charge more for it in my my customer base over time i realized nah they 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 tried that that was fine but they were like value based they like the fucking crumble more bang for the buck then even over the years, oh, I got friends that run huge fucking rosin things, can get that at wholesale. Eh, the few people that I have 
nope, they fucking stuck on fucking crumble. That's what they like. They like it for like seven bucks a gram and they're happy with that as long as it's good. And one of the things I've learned is time. Even though I freezer and do everything I can, uh, it, from the time you trim it to the time you run it, that has more to do with like the turp, the color, especially the color. Like you let it oh, yeah. sit a month, even in a freezer. No. Yeah, it's going to be darker each week. But if you catch it right, fresh, yeah, it's fucking good. Two weeks, perfect. Dry, dry the shit out of it. And, I mean, I'm not a fucking genius with all this stuff, but I understand solvents enough to know that, yeah, you, you, there's not much you're leaving behind. Uh, you taint pretty fucking clean and fucking evaporates out. Yeah. I've blasted so much before. My gardener's like, I see that you blast. And I was like, what? I don't do nothing like that. He's like, cleaning up on the cans. I was like, so high that I didn't realize like how much cans I felt from the night before. I left like 30 of them in my backyard. I used to fucking do that shit all the time. Fucking. It was my favorite thing to do, BHO. In my backyard. With a glass tube from the fucking head shop. Just fucking. So I fucking used to do it. Simple. Woo, boys, that was strong. That was 9.3. Shit. It's up there, motherfuckers. I know. <laughs> Just kidding. But this Holy Grail Kush Cross, man, oh, man, it has me chewed up. Just digging. Goody. You guys have little notes that you take on your cannabis? You know, little notes and flavors, results, duration. You guys take notes of like that shit? Never. I keep no, it in my head. my head. Yeah. <laughs> all in my head. In that massive head. Got it all but written I, down up here. I sometimes though, over the years, I, I regret. I I mean not really, but I never went to school. And then I realized mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm terrible at organizing to make a list or any nah, I fuck that. Like no. So that's organization itself is just making the list. So you can do that, right? You don't have to have a no, special category method. Skills. I don't There's have no methodology. Skills. Make your own. I just buddy. Wing be it. accepted. Well, there you go. Um, you got the Mr. Wong in you. As we said, list, I mean, the list is on the pot. <laughs> but I pay attention and I learn things over time and, right. you know, things that matter, I learn and repeat. Well, does cannabis matter to you? Don't you want the finest cultivars? You got to refine everything, try to find it. You got to keep it. I went through that. I went through all that. I might get a different phase. A different phase. I don't give a like shit phase. Over 30 fucking years. This actual, there hasn't been a break at all in any of the operation in like 24 years at this point. So, like, congratulations. That's a good run, brother. It, it becomes like the same routine, you know. Yeah. Know. You got Sometimes you got to bust out your own routines, right? Be adventurous. Even I realized Tip off to like, the left. a couple years Coronado. ago, <laughs> like if I, I used to like training somebody new. And I know when I like recruited a worker, how you 
established it at the beginning was crucial for the long term of how that work relationship was going to go. And then a couple of years ago, there was, yeah, somebody, well, and I realized. What was your qualifications no there, buddy? They had to know loyalty your previous workers, I presume. Is that how it goes? Well, a couple of them are like a crew. The trimmers are like all like a, like Inner the one circle. trimmer that's worked for me for 15 years has like the people she, well, he, 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 Harmony was like a girl out of high school that started working for me 15 years ago. And then I think it's been, uh, I remember the day that one had the serious conversation. Like, Hey, does Harmony have out. red hair? No, but Harmony's Rick and like officially went like through the whole process. Right. Yeah. And then even just now, like I still like, it's not like anything that I'm trying to be offensive, but like, I still can't, I, I still get say she when I should be he and, 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 uh, yeah, but 15 years, that's pretty long for a trimmer. Must pay good, brother. Must pay good. Well, some of that, and after a while, yeah, when things are really good, then it's really good for them. Because Absolutely, sometimes, right? and, and even they're not why, a slave. I used to make bubble hash and all this pre-2012 for personal stash and all that. But in 2012, when prices went off the 4,000 a pound, it was 32 and things went. I remember going, yeah, I pay my trimmers well. And then that became an issue. Like, holy shit, I'm by each pound, there's like what percentage is going into labor. And then that's when it's paying per gram. When they started saving the sugar trim and then out of those bags, I not only pay for them, I make a profit. Yep. And that's where the crumble came in. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. they. It, I remember I used to pay a trimmer extra to come wherever they dumped it. I didn't give a fuck. But when they left, there was, and I used to buy those heavy duty bags at home depot like the two mil so like each bag was like 80 cents but i put in hot trash and i used to be like anal about hot trash and pay somebody to you know now i just fucking put it in my dumpster i don't give a fuck <laughs> well man we used to do that same bullshit buddy yeah. it all up <laughs> And then not only did I pay to get rid of it, I was like throwing away like thousands of dollars. Like I didn't like like didn't care. Who gives a shit about that past trichomes? Who gives a shit now? I still don't. You know, like seventy five percent of the time, I don't even save my trim. Right? It's just not. I got such a backup of freezers full of shit that it's not sensible to even you know it's not practical to get another freezer <laughs> i'm running out of amps man <laughs> hey my buddy this season no no, no check it out though check it out get rid of my freezer yakaya every time you can only buy two when they had them but it's hard in up there to get freezers from costco when they are in stock i think he has like about 40 of them. And he was telling me last week that 
Sounds like the whole business average. is collapsed. Well, oh, you don't have forty freebies. What's wrong with you? Oh no, he rents them. He rents them out to the like people Rents call them up. Oh, like, buddy, yeah, I like that idea. We, we need a freezer. I'm telling you, to this, don't ever forget the gold rush. All the money was made in the picks and shovels, right? That's what they say. And yeah, like yeah, I think the money is in those uh, shipping containers. I was going to get one, man, but fuck, dude, they're up to six thousand bucks now up here in Canada, man. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I have I have one. I use it for storage. It used to be, and it's actually a refrigerator because we had it at That's our fruit stand exactly. for years. And but when I really look at what space is in there, I don't know. That seems like it's not a lot of space. Like it's well, you can get the tall ones, but even those aren't that high. Like like it's well, nine feet subtract whatever the fuck it is, or the twelve footers, twelve footers too. They have them. Those Last are really checked, expensive. You can get those shipping containers here in Michigan, fifteen hundred, two thousand, two grand. Well, wait, person. you must have Fuck checked eagle. a little while back. Let's set it up, brother. Since COVID, they've gone trips. up in price, and there's a shortage of them. Even the shipping industries, like, yeah, no, the price of those are gone up a lot. Well, there's you drive that, that, by them sometime tomorrow. I'll grab that number, major. Oh yeah, thank you. They're oh, making little structures. They even sell prefab uh, steel arch structures that you can connect it to. Like a, four, forty feet apart, you get the structure that's can take the snow load and have a oh man, it's a kick-ass area to trim and dry I'm shit. Oklahoma, or where is it? Yeah, what? Sorry. Were you smoking on green fingers? Grape ape. Grape goddamn ape. <laughs> oh, come on. Let's hear it. Is it the grape in it or is it salt? The salt. Yeah, it's grown hydro. Ooh, there we go. That's potential. And that's actually a legit cut from metric from Kyle Cushman. What did it say? It came from what's it, Dark Heart Nursery or whatever? Or it was like had the tag. They made it metric. It was a gift from Matt Matthew, the guy that's the bug guy. Sentinel. Sentinel. He was at some event before he came over, and he gifted me a metric plant. That was it. Grape ape. And what was stats on that? Do you remember? Isn't grape ape like low? But high teens, low twenties. I'm surprised it's even in the I, market. That's I. It it was actually pretty good yielder and stout, but I didn't. That's why it's in the market. Then I right? think I still might have a plant or two. I could take clones from it. I, but I I'm not keeping it. It's not strong. I didn't think it was strong. Yeah. And it grows slow. So no, was, this shit was stout. It got it. It was good. Oh, it got cleaned I up. I got like. Huh? Got I got like up. three and a half, three and a half ounce average off those plants, single plant. Where two ounces is usually average. Oh yes. So what are you smoking on? Smiley's in the house. What's up, Smiley? Good to see you, brother. Hey. 
Major, what are you smoking? Nice oh, I'm smoking on some. Uh, what's up, Stony? Sorry, brother. But uh, I'm smoking on some Pink Pistol Holy Grail Kush, crossed with Mystery. The one year, man. I just shit happens, you know, with males and you mislabel shit all the time. It happens to everyone once in a while. So when you start, I, I switched it up to a, a tag program, so I tagged everything one year. It says I used to write everything on the pot, right? I did, I relied on tags. These tags fall out once in a while during transportation. This one mail, whatever it was, it's just pollinated a bit, bunch of shit, and I just call it mystery. And that, that mystery. It's probably blind cat fucking everything up as usual. All right, fucking blind people. What the fuck? <laughs> fucking shit up. Always fucking shit up. <laughs> Making all with their sticks and shit hitting you, stupid dogs. <laughs> Jesus, man, come on. <laughs> now I was talking on some pink pistol. It had being these pink pistols that everyone likes for some fucking reason. You know, the one change color not even exist in the future. So it's just a temporary glory, I guess. And whatever, I named it as pink pistol to see if that characteristic could carried on into progeny and. You know, see if it, I can make a pink pistol strain. Just give me a kind of idea of how these genetics work out and sort of have my, you know, ideas about it percentage-wise, but it's, I'm always surprised at what comes out. So I know nothing. <laughs> but I pretend to. You Going want to some pink pistols. Hey, you want pink pistols. So I grew these seeds from this guy, Khalifa. He, he I got him on the Daga. But he's like actually in Europe and represents that these strains are directly out of Pakistan, Afghanistan, all this. I, I can't even pronounce. It's like called Shaburb, uh, some region, Kush, right? And he explains in the thing that these are like F whatevers and there's going to be, you know, A to Z phenos and some will be high in CBD, some high THC. And I really had a lot of expectations put and grew them, but like a, about half of them had pink, violet, fucking magenta pistols, right? And I really thought, oh, these are the plants. Well, actually, like, I didn't have nothing are, tested, but when I smoked the weed, I think those were the ones that were high in CBD. Those were like not, they were the less impressive ones than the green ones. But oh, that's cool. I still have a bunch of those seeds. And yep, I posted a picture of it. Well, it was last year, but holy magenta. It was, the, it was, and like you say, when you cut it down and dried it, oh, that they turned yeah. whatever color, but you didn't see magenta. Exactly. But plus it's sort of like buying the shoes because shoelaces, right? Shoelaces are fancy, but yeah. Someone stole them second day, so who gives a shit about shoelaces? I grew a, a, another one of his. Growing on them. from that shoes. region called like Bakla, Bakla Kush or whatever. Nah. Like, even though his story is, oh, these came direct from fucking country and just been stabilized and blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's a land race. Nah, they were nothing. Waste of time. Like a lot of 
What's up with Smiley, man? What's going on, brother? No, no, I was just going to say, like, the CBD stuff, I, I don't really trust any of that unless they got test results for that. Because I've had a few different times where people were like, oh, fuck yeah, this is a one-to-one, you know, let's smoke some of this shit. And I, we smoke it, and I'd be like, yeah, it's just fucking not stony weed. Like, it don't get you high, that's all. It's not fucking nothing, you know. And uh, and this is actually with my brother, so he loved it. It was a strain he loved and kept in his medicine and whatever, whatever. And the whole time, I just really liked it. I was like, I didn't like it. it was fucking, to me, it was just shitty weed, really. Like, and then he finally went and got it tested, and it was just shitty weed. That's <laughs> what it came out. There's like no CBD yeah. in it. It was like 7% THC or some shit. It was just fucking. <laughs> Yeah, that's the way out, eh? You got a bad run. Oh, no, no, this is that CBD run, dude. I always get a little weird when it, that discussion comes up. It's like it's like that term daytime weed. Daytime weed to me, when people have told me that and you go through some of that shit, it's bad like, weed. No, it's, it's daytime weed because you just didn't get fucking hot. Like, that's why you're out there doing shit because you're not fucking stoned. Like, <laughs> Come on, Smiley. You must have had some of that. No, nah, but there's some strains. There's no, some strains no. that you would consider Deli more Lama. daytime than, than yeah. the heavy hitters. I mean, it depends. I'm the kind of stoner that even though I know I should probably stay away from the OG first thing in the morning with my coffee, that's usually what I'll roll up. Fuck <laughs> yeah. I love that OG, man. Because you want to be stoned. That's why. Yeah. I don't know. And remember, all we see is phenotypical expression. There's so many of that within that seed pack, but the chemo type are so vast too. So complex. Oh, yeah. To pick that good one. If you hold it long enough. And, and to me, to me a clone of a different fuck. It, it, it evolves, it. man. It evolves. It's like someone planned it in the past when they made it to evolve, right? It's like a awesome creator or something put the slack in the system so the evolution could happen a certain weed and all of a sudden find myself motivated with energy most of the time if i really think about it it was that i had a good meal the night before i slept not only is it the weed it's also the condition that you're in right i mean yeah right buddy and if i'm Burn out and toward a nap. Yeah, well, then that's where weed's going to take me. If I'm at a certain, at a, even if I smoke OG in the morning, sometimes that's that's not it. Really slows me down. But uh, if if I'm, you know, in good good it's diet, smiley. good rest. What you're saying is you got no sativas in the lineup, brother. What about that? Crazy um, Jack Skillington. That's not that's not a sativa thing. Oh, it's definitely a sativa, but it's like, it makes you sweat, face hot. Yeah, but but puts you to sleep after like a, no, two hours or something. It's fucking like I don't know, man. You're like staring at the wall with fucking drool hanging off your lower lip. Yeah, we used to call that stuff but, wicked but, willy. Yeah, that's but you're not willy. like. But you're not like falling asleep on the couch or whatever. You're you're fucking uh, 
you're like thinking about something, you know what I'm saying? Like your just mind wanders and you're like staring at the wall thinking about some shit. And then like, I don't know, some goes by and you come through and you're like, fuck, what the fuck was I thinking about? Just been sitting here staring at this fucking wall. <laughs> that, that sounds awesome. I, <laughs> I want that stuff. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've written many movies in my head. Yeah, here. we used yeah. to have. See, we used to have this one cult of our, from the Sweet Tooth family. Anyone who smoked it would just get exactly what you're describing. So you'd stare off and you'd try to speak it. It gets speech impediment. Like it, it just affects your ability. And, and uh, what I was thinking was it just affected that much, right? And you just be like everyone. You just stop trying to talk about anything. So you just shut the fuck up. Keep on smoking. <laughs> Yeah, but as far as like sativas go, I think uh, jelly bean would fit in that category, in my opinion, too. Based right, on- presuming we think this category well, exists, I, right? I, I, I have one friend, it actually works for me. And yeah, she actually gets real paranoia from weed, which I can't relate to at all. I mean, I've done drugs that gave me real paranoia, but I never, weed, I can't even imagine how getting stone would make you like paranoid when, when it but was that, illegal a lot of time i had to do dinners and shit and the odd time i just freak right out and i get a apparently it was anxiety attack because i'd start sweating but it only be like 30 seconds after that 30 seconds of sweat and initial fear it just dissipated nothing but like, were you paranoid like imagine for just 30 seconds were- yeah but it was from the weed like oh man these people are not going to be stoned <laughs> That's all I was thinking. And back then it was legal, right? When I had to do that dinner shit. I remember that. So I was always just trying like, to hide they it. all know. They all know I'm high. <laughs> Everybody knows. God damn it. Do I smell like reefer? I know I'm smelling like reefer. <laughs> I would agree with that, though, that a lot of the paranoia, I think, came from the fact that you fucking get in a lot of trouble for that shit, too. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, I was I was always had my head on a swivel and shit. Like, where's the cops at? Where are they? At? And I didn't get in trouble. You know what I mean? Like, lock on wood. Like, I was lucky, yeah. but I also was the most aware out of all my friends too. Like, <laughs> situational yeah, awareness. Yeah, gotta have it, man. Yeah. Did you Last guys week. ever like search that shit out though, man? After a while, after you've been smoking for a while and you can handle it better, it's like, you know, I think I'm gonna get high and go to the store. And you get paranoid there's kind of people. It's not super bad, like you know. Yeah, you try to conquer your fears, right? Get over that shit. Well, it's like you just try to go in for the I don't know, for me it was like exciting to go get high and go to school and, and, and just be high in front of all these people. Let's see if they know. And then like nobody knew. Unless they and they just didn't give a shit. That's what's like this likely scenario, shit, right? Awesome. Teacher just doesn't look at you. Doesn't give a shit. You're you one of forty. You you don't really act much different when you're high. Actually, you do. You actually become mellower. I mean, other than that, you're not like you're, you're fucking drunk. Hey, buddy, you're doing some construction. Who, who is that? Yeah, green someone's cleaning. I thought it was air hockey. Is what it sounded like at first. Air, air hockey with a frying pan. <laughs> okay. 
saw somebody was out there like throwing dishes out the window or something. I saw, I was gonna say somebody's got a mad mad girlfriend in the background there. You talking that fucking eagle again? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. Who is that bitch anyway? <laughs> oh my god. Eagle wash your clothes. <laughs> fucking heard that shit. Oh, yeah, that's that fucking Amy Asus again. You talking that goddamn Amy Asus again? <laughs> Oh, who's Amy? Who the fuck is this Amy bitch I heard? No, but I would. You, guys not, talking about. you see her picture? <laughs> I know you're <laughs> Yeah, it's just when you started describing, oh, Amy's been looking, man. Look at her. Damn. Oh, the <laughs> wife's in the other room. <laughs> yeah, oh, funny. I just found that pen the other day. I'll show you the one I talked talk about. Hold on. This is this is the Amy pen. This is the Amy button that that gets them jealous right there. Who's that fucking Amy? Huh? Yeah, buddy. That's got to be a real person, doesn't it? It's got to be a real person. Did she come home yeah. with a pin? Did she come home with a pin of like the Thor? Or I can't think of the actor's name. The guy that played Thor or whatever. It's the one that drives all the chicks nuts, right? No. <laughs> Everybody's just blanking. No, I'm staring at the wall right now. I'm smiling. Hold on. <laughs> Stick <Yeah>. with Amy. <laughs> Amy or Thor? I'll stick with Amy. No, I'm saying she was coming with Thor to try to make you jealous. Right? Like, oh, okay. I'll follow up. I'm slow. I smoke the weed. I smoke the cannabis. It's funny. I, I, I always tease my girlfriend that she likes The Rock because she, I know she doesn't, but like, she likes a lot of the movies he's in or whatever. So it's always like, I don't know, there was like there was like a span of, of a few weeks where it was like every time I walked in the in the room or whatever, she was watching some fucking movie with the rock on. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, what the hell? You know, I don't like the rock or whatever. And finally she spilled the beans. She was like, if it was any celebrity, it would be the guy who plays Thor or whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like well i do know vin diesel so <laughs> I, thought, I was all trying to make my pecs bounce and shit I'm yeah like, i was I like you that the gym, son? i could do that shit too <laughs> you gotta hit the gym smiley you got thor as a competitor Fuck, right? sorry man Gross, i'll take bruce willis any day <laughs> I'm in luck though. I'm I'm available. Availability seems to be in my benefit. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. he's not so available. I'm really available. Like kind of wins the you You're still gonna need abs, though. I hate. Hey, Smiley, can I ask you if your girl smokes, man? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. She's she's going. What's her this. favorite? What's her favorite smoke? Uh, rascalberries. In fact, uh, she almost dumped me when I accidentally almost thought I lost rascalberries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Buddy, if Thor grows out, if you send that cut to Thor, you're basically done then, right? She's a keeper. <laughs> totally fine. <fun. laughs> That's the only thing you got. We're done. You lose my favorite. <laughs> We're done. Uh, that white strawberry is fire, man. I got that going on too, brother. With uh, but it's not cross with the blue power. It's cross with that cinnamon from uh, um, Sin City. So it's it goes really dark purple. The version I got of that strawberry, and there's a bit of sweetness to the bud for sure. Don't quite remember, but I think it's up there. It's get, definitely it's a nine plus. I mean, I like it a lot, and it has that fancy look too, right? It's so tricked out. Yeah. Yeah, I got the uh, white cranberries, which is also with that white strawberries, but it uh, that one's totally different. It's got it's got more of that sour jack flavor to it. Like it's got a, or what I'm assuming is a sour jack, but it's a totally totally different flavor from the rascal. Bit of sour with incense. It's yeah, it's like a floral with a sour note on it, and then see, I would describe sour and citrus as kind of two different. To me, that's two different descriptors. But um, well, you can have like a sweet, sweet citrus and a sour citrus. You know, there's little categories of that shit got breakdown too. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, like you said, that little note of floral to it, or potpourri. Some people describe it as, and even like some people when you give them the OG, they're like, "Oh, that's pine." It's like sort of like lemon to me, or lemon gas. And some people say, "Well, that's pine gas." So. I don't know. You should own, right? That's that nose of everyone's a little different. Mistaken, I could see pine getting mistaken in like the OG range, like where people would smell that. I know people say that crazy, like, but it. Uh, I think it's one of them things, like where, like, all of a sudden, veg plants that smell like pickles. You know what I mean? Like, I've heard people talk about that too. Like, veg they smell like a pickle instead of yeah, mean gene. Yeah, but OG, there must be some lineage with, that made it have citrus in it because OG, the straight OG doesn't have that. It doesn't have, it smells like earthy, as best I could say, but it never has, like, I've had the same, what is true OG cut, and there's nothing, like, there's no lemon in that or pine. It's just that dank earthy og smell now i've had earthy, right every time i get earth i yeah. think a hindu kush that's the ultimate well, earth to me a little different than that but yeah i just get no earth at all from my ogs like numerous of them no earth i say zero <laughs> but you know that's influence of the i hate to say it evolution man <laughs> Slash fucking it up, dude. Evolution, viruses, mutations, what all that shit is. Whatever happens to the plant, right? Fuck ups. Whatever happens to it, right? I'm not aware of it, but something changes with some plants. I don't. Um, I don't know, man. And the environment. Whatever. That one. There was a guy on just the other day talking about how he had a cut for 20 years. You know what I mean? Like, and he's been taking clone after clone after clone for 20 years. Like. And if there was a rate of, I know there's a rate of change to some of that gene generationally or whatever, but to me that was over 12 well, years, you would think you would, you would have well, seen something. Well, some of these, had, some of these genes have like, like for our noses, for us to smell our oval gene, genealogy there would be over a hundred genes, right? And if you modify one, you'd still smell everything, right? But if the gene only has five 
interconnected chromosomes or whatever you want to say, nucleotides there. They're all relying on each other. And one change is, oh, there's going to be a significant change. But to that to happen, it's like one in a billion or one in 18 trillion. Who knows how often that happens? It's a rare event to still have significant change, right? So, of course, it's now, I've only thousands had of people who say, oh, no, it doesn't change. But if you take these old cuts and you do the science and if you believe in a little bit of that shit, apparently they are changing. It gives a little little glimpse of what might be happening. Just have that I've only that- ran a, a few of the strains more than like three years, right? But then there's a lot of them that I've ran 10 years. Some I've had 21, 22 years. Alice, sorry. Or Alice. Right. There's been They're different ones. But, but some of them hold up and some of them start to drift. And normally Alice. when they like Alice. where I remember realizing and letting things go that I was running for a long time, it would be around seven years. They would they would just they would still smell. They said they the yield would go down, the vigor and veg would go down. You know what's uh, weird about seven years, buddy? Is that apparently it's some kind of weird like our immune system changes every seven years or some bullshit like that. You'll notice like yeah, you'll be sensitive to pollen of whatever, like pine trees. And apparently every seven years that little cycle changes. You'd be allergic to like grass or whatever. You're going to noses or whatever. But apparently the earth magnetic cycle. But you're like always the, talking about that, that, that mutation study. And there was a part of it in the middle end where he was explaining that well, this OG that it hasn't changed much. I mean, if it has a little bit, but when you mm-hmm. take clones of it, even the healthiest clone, it will go back to single leaf, then put out three leaves. Then as it yes, starts, I understand growing, that. Yeah, get back to five and and seven. Some of the ones that faded off, no, they were the ones that didn't do that. Like, like they would. They never went back to that weird cycle of that. And I remember something that guy said. And I I always kind of thought that was a bad thing when it did that. Like it was weirding out. Like when it would put out single, then you know, go, go single through that cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, like it, it, every it, to this day, when I take clones of that, even if it's whatever leaves are the clones, when it starts to grow new, not always go to single, but it'll go back to three. And then as it starts to grow up, it'll go back up to five or seven. But I've had other genetics that not, never does that. And some of the ones that drifted, yeah, Blackwater drifted. Uh, uh, shit, I, I don't take notes. So I'd have to really think to remember certain things I ran for a while that I got rid of when they lost their upper head, you know, yield or became a pain in the ass and new things came along. Well, okay. So can I see, I just want to add a little perspective <sighs> from my thoughts on this, but like, so if you had a, if, if you have like your cell phone and you go to upgrade your cell phone, right? What, what is the first thing that's required for that upgrade is it's got to download new software, right? So and if and if you have 
and if you have that software, that's all the, the ones and zeros, right? So that's all in that binary code for the, the coding of that computer, similar to like DNA. Now, when we start having problems in that coding on our phone or our computer, it oftentimes, it's, it's not improving the function of any of the programs that are on there. You know what I mean? It's, it's, making, it's making them not work, actually. And like, those are known as like computer viruses, you know what I mean? So like the whole idea that, that we have these, uh, these randomness changes in the code happening, it, it logic would serve to show that that would actually, you know, cause less function to happen. And that's actually kind of what they, they've seen from the the long-term evolutionary study that's done at Michigan State. Um, they've had it going with uh, E. coli bacteria. And there's, that's kind well, of what and, I'm finding is that the, bac the bacteria has the ability to like dump certain DNA out and it, and it appears that it's a different function, but it's actually the, like, like in one, one of them, they, the D, E. coli kicked out the, uh, it stopped having the flagella that it would move around with. Well, it stopped that because they were, they were causing the solution that it was in to, to mix. So it didn't need the flagella, you know what I mean? So over time it, it dropped that. And that was one of the changes they saw over time that, you know what I mean? That was kind of like, whoa, you know? So they're seeing that, but to me, that's just part of the variety that's built into the original, you know what I mean? The original coding or whatever. So mutation is destiny. I, 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 I like it. I like your concept. That's very cool. I like that concept. I can, I can date that, dude. Without mutation, there wouldn't be variation. Without variation, there would be no evolution. That's not true either, though. Variation is something totally different than mutation. Like, it could be. Changing in it. Because variation would have the ability to, to go back. So that's like the black peppered moth or, or Darwin's finches, the beak size on Darwin's finches. That's a variation because they saw those populations go back to a longer beak or shorter beak based on the, that climate. They had those changes happen back. So like, like mm -hmm. epigenetics is actually different mutation too. So gene expression category that that should be separated there for like the, the whole epigenetics and that to my understanding is where you know a certain event happened in the parent lineage that actually caused a change in that parent that would carry on to to the next generation the epigenetics doesn't actually but take I... effect if you're talking cloning of a clone that there's no way that's epigenetics because in my understanding, epigenetics has to be carried into another generation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but here's something that also I, I remember hearing in that thing. I mean, I knew this, but they talked about it. This plant is like an what annual, so it initially has like a cycle that's less than a year built into its genetics, right? So right away when you're taking clones or holding a mother for longer than that, that's got to start creating a chain of events where you're, it, it, it was 
genetically built to do a certain thing and now you're 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 doing something else with it right does that make any sense i'd have to review a little bit of documentation i still possess but i think there's something about gene expression and over gene expression that i'd have to get my mind over again and to say something respectable but well i mean isn't the basic genes like a plant that lives multiple years has genes that that allow it to do that cannabis is an annual that only you know veggies and dyes flowers and dyes every year when you start like holding that plant taking clones six you know when when so, so realistically i mean i guess the plant doesn't know time anymore <coughs> because you're controlling it by light but Somewhere in that in its genetics, it's thinking that it's going to live this long and die. I just think that has some effect on what what we're talking about, like how some genetics drift or right. lose vigor. Maybe, maybe we have a more influence on the plant than we think. We could change that life cycle. Obviously, it lives more in a year, right? Well, we do have a timer to a DNA that they've found too, is the telomeres or whatever. And like those tend to shorten every time the cells divide at a certain point, they become like, that's like what they've kind of identified as being what we think of as our aging in our DNA. Or you only get so many copies of your genes, I guess. I don't know. Those the other, well, the other nut book though is like, like, how every cell has the same DNA in it, but every cell is different. Like that's the whole other mind fuck of that. Like your bone cell is different than your brain cell. You know? Yeah, for yeah. sure, man. Isn't there some kind of a paradox that the DNA is so vast and so massive that it's no way that it has enough base pairs to pass on that information to the next cell that's being duplicated? So there's a little paradox there too. My understanding, they do copy fully every cell. That For sure, copies. I believe some guy came up with a. There's other sig the concept that there wasn't enough room in that particular part of that whole structure that it wouldn't contain enough information. It, it wasn't possible to have that much information stored in that size of whatever the fucker that guy was talking about. I have to review my textbook again to say exactly what that was. I believe it's some kind of famous paradox. I'll have to look it up. Elgin's, Egan's paradox, maybe. Egan's, Egan's. Egan's paradox. Can you do it right now? I do have my Google phone, brother. Let's check it out. And when, when the tissue culture labs, one of their selling points is that when you take something an old cultivar or whatever, and then have it tissue cultured when they give it back to you, it's got its like vigor back like if it was like a new plant, right? So some somewhere down the line, it's it, why is there plants that need that done? Or is like, you know, why isn't there a plant that, well, there probably are, but most plants, when they're seven, five years old of cycling, they're, they're not the same at some level. 
And then if you tissue culture it, it can bring it back. All right. Let's see what these bitches say, huh? Okay. I should probably show you the title of the, the paradox. Air threshold. Oh, what the fuck? Maybe I picked the wrong thing. Sorry, boys. That's not the Wikipedia profile. It's about DNA. Oh, no, there it is. It is. See that? Is that Egan's? How do you say that? E-I-G-E-N-S. Paradox. It's something about self-replicating cells, mutation that destroys the information, and subsequential? Subsequential? How do you say that word? Subsequential? Generations of the molecule, the air threshold is critical understanding of Egan's paradox, the air threshold concept and the origins of life. Blah, blah, blah. But look it up, man. I'm sure it's a, it's a complex uh, subject matter, but that's something about right there self replicating mutation rate threshold. Basically, he stated that it doesn't have enough. Maybe I misread the fucking uh, whole concept of it, but I believe it's something about. Oh, here it is, and right at the end. During the replication process, each digit has a certain probability of being replaced by another digit, which changes the way the molecule interacts with the environment and may increase and decrease the fitness or the ability to reproduce oh, in that environment. Oh, that's fuck. Higgins-Bogues molecules, what you're talking about. No, no, no. Hold on. Not a Higgins-Bogues molecule? <laughs> I just learned about those. The essence of Egan's paradox is Did that there's an air catastrophe with the length of the yeah, RNA precursor you. organism to much less than observed in the DNA organisms have an error correcting enzyme that themselves cannot be created in the absence of such a long genome. There you go. Something weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enzyme cannot be created because of the genome or some bullshit. I'd have to review this article. I don't even know why we brought it up. But there is some kind of weird threshold and genetics being complex for sure. But it's a, it's a cool subject for sure. I think it becomes kind of philosophical, like the chicken and the egg kind of scenario where like you have um, you have this we find this DNA, right, that's responsible for encoding the encoding of proteins, the formation of proteins, which has all life, all cells, all that, right? So the DNA has to be there, but these proteins are also what form how the DNA is read and how the DNA is duplicated and encoded. So the proteins need the DNA, but the DNA needs the proteins, you know, get where I'm saying. The, the RNA needs DNA or some bullshit like yeah, that. Yeah, like there's a, there's a gap <laughs> there where, where, you know what I mean? You, like you, you can't just have the floppy disk. You got to have the, the ability to read the floppy disk. You know what I'm saying? But the information to read the floppy disk is on the floppy disk. I think that's what basically it was, smiling. Something about that information's too big to even be on the floppy disk. Uh, right? So it's like that, I believe when I I want to say that was basically the concept of it. So there's no possible way that this cell could contain all that information for that such a complex function of that cell to do, right? And it needs four or five cells. It's basically what that paradox, yeah. I think, brought up. But it, if I may be incorrect about that, that could be another paradox. <laughs> it must be yeah. 420, though, boys. I was going to say, 
My jo- my bones are tingling. I know it's four twenty, man. Twenty-three. Oh Jeez. shit! Three yeah. minutes off, man. Higgins bones molecule. Higgins bones molecule, and that shit will fucking blow your mind. Did they find it yet, though? Or is it just a theory, right? Well, I've heard it on Dudesy. I only learn my shit from fucking comedian shows. I don't fucking learn real shit. No. But watch Dudesy. It's the greatest show ever. Dudesy? Yeah, besides this show, it's the greatest show besides this show that we're on right now. Cool, man. Cool, cool. Makes me laugh my ass off when I'm, like, all depressed about some dumb shit. Fucking laugh, crying my eyes up. And you don't talk like a Canadian. Why is that, eh? Because I'm international, man. You don't speak with the upper tone like this, and then you don't drop down like this. After? Just because I was, just because I was in Canada doesn't mean I'm in Canada. Uh, but oh, yeah, you should do that. To make a sink are you born I could be right beside you right now. There. Are you American that are went American? to Canada? Because every Canadian I know talks like this, and then they let it comes down, so then you can know when it's time to talk. Hey. I just got one other thought on the DNA that'll blow you guys' mind too. So the the DNA actually, when it's encoding for the proteins, right? And there's they do that in codons. There's sets of three letters basically to do that. When um when a proton is or a, a protein is formed, it has to be a certain shape to be able to carry out the function that it has. And if it's in not in the correct shape, then it will basically not serve the function. Is so it's like a key basically. So it has to be formed in just the right way. So any change in those codons will actually more than most most of the time is going to result in deactivating the function of that key or that protein that protein the way it's supposed to operate. So that's where there there's like in a similar fashion that any changes that'll happen there are going to destroy the function versus add a new function. Well, remember when these cells are cancerous or they mutated to such a state where they are unrecognizable, their shape is all fucked up, they'll get destroyed. This might be too stupid. What about age? Or it gets so massive that it becomes cancerous and you can't destroy it. In a human, you you age, so everything your gene, everything ages, mm-hmm. and so even though we're cloning or whatever we're doing with the cannabis plant, it's aging, right? And that has effect. Yeah, sure, for sure, right? Plus. We're always looking for something new anyways. Despite if we had something permanently, would, would it stop us from exploring, you know, the new seeds? Fuck no. We're still going to buy that new Runs Cross or that Gary Payton fucking S1 from High Rule Genetics. Don't fucking bother looking for it because I'm going to buy them all. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's, there's also the idea, like, we map that the human genome project and like they found they've been able to like kind of trail that back into uh into figuring out how cultures kind of spread across the planet too so it's kind of 
interesting to see and in actuality like doing the like i guess population genetics kind of math or whatever but if you backtrace like so each person has two parents and those two parents you can like do that math backwards and after so many generations if you take somebody in history like after so many generations their their parent lineage would be more than the population was known on the planet to be you know what i mean so basically that's impossible so what what it it tells us is that we're more closely related so a lot of those family trees are going to interweave a lot more than what what we originally think you know what i mean so like sumerians egyptians and all those i think were a lot more inter intermingled than what we realize you know <laughs> so this is a bad time to jump back in <laughs> well i mean it, it gets down to was there like separate human around the world and it evolved at the, relatively around the same time or was it added like two and it all started with two but i don't know i mean that's the question right so that's 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 where like they're trying to we're trying to figure all that out like but if, but I'm just saying, like in your in your mind, it has to kind of come back. How would it not be a a, a single population? I mean? Like like the whole like evolutionary story. Then you'd think there would be all kinds of different kind of humanoids that evolved differently across the. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't there know. is this whole bunch of different skeletons of humans. Kind of cool how it evolved. How we modified our own shape of our heads into different shapes and have the culture. Right? Well, I remember seeing some like history type show that went back to where there were like, I don't know any of the names, but they had the different skeletons that they could show or they were animated of it. But and we're obviously the the the, the human race part that won over. But there was a time when there was like four or five different ones, and then a lot of it interbred in this. But whatever happened, this the the one with this amount of brain and this developed one out of the other. I, a lot of this is like evolution of the eight, like saying that that's where. And oh, yeah, I'm not good. It might, might be just a little human. <laughs> this is a little dude, oh, man. Yeah. Kind of monkey. Come on now. Might look like a monkey, but he might have been not a monkey. He kind of looked like one. But there was a time in history where, yeah, there was like different. Cat and dog have four four legs. And they kind of look alike too, but you know, it was a cat and dog. Hard to describe the evolution of being a monkey. I don't know if I agree with that too much, but. Maybe we should veer away from that subject and talk about some weeds, yeah. boys. Something more friendly. Yeah, let's talk about some. Maybe what's what's going on outside gardens, people? Huh, Smiley? I know you're proud of your garden, buddy. What's going on at vegetable garden? Got corn popping off, some beans, fucking cilantro's kicking off now. Garlic's coming up. You said you had some gaps. You're going to decide what to put in. What did, what, what, what did you put in those little gaps you had? 
Didn't you have like little spacings that you weren't too sure what you're gonna put in? Yeah, I planted more carrots and shit. More carrots, eh? You know, I tell the wife we're not doing carrots because it's so fucking cheap, right? You get like huge bag of organic carrots for like 10 bucks. And every time I grow them, I get like little stubbies, and sometimes you get the odd good one. You're like, what the fuck happened to this? And it's just I'm not good at growing carrots, man. But I I like growing carrots because it's one thing I'll I'll if I'm out there watering, I'll pull one out and wash it off. I'll eat it right there. Like, I, I you shouldn't like wash it. And, you shouldn't wash it. Eat that little dirt. Well, at least get the dirt off. Yeah. Oh, come on. No, you need that dirt. That's a problem with you our dirt. biome, I think. Eh? That lack of. No, you're probably right, but oh, I don't yeah. like crunchy shit kids were eating dirt. I'd fucking do it. I should start eating dirt. Vitamins, yeah. So yeah. results I get. <laughs> My beard goes white. I know I better stop eating dirt, man. <laughs> People that are nutrient deficient in other countries will actually eat dirt for a for a supplement. Yeah, well, I do that here. There you go, green fingers. You got a I chance to live in fucking but... country. Yeah, like what the fuck? I watch my dogs eat rocks, and I'm like, fuck. What rocks are you eating so I can eat the same ones? Because I feel like I'm deficient. <clears throat> I eat my well, ass. And I'm pretty sure, like, some of people's living soil that's really all, you know, got everything in it uh, would be pretty, you know, nutritious. All the things are in there. Minerals and everything. I guess protein Worm from castings. the bugs. And probably, right, there's probably everything in there. I don't know if you could live on dirt, but Someone out there says, yeah, man, <laughs> I'm living on dirt. Check it out. Well, I'm sure if you were like, you know, fat, starving or in that kind of situation, a tablespoon of worm castings would probably go a long way. Well, I presume like more than that, like just a, you know, all little bugs in there, that mass of protein. And, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you're, you're probably right, bud. You might be able to live on this shit. Just a cicada or two, you could live a whole couple days, huh? With protein, a cicada, you know, one or two cicadas every day, a couple crickets, usually deep fry them, it'll be fine. Crickets, I think everyone in Canada one year ate a fucking worm because they had this as part of the curriculum for fucking education or whatever, right? Seemed like everyone had. You read a book about compost and then, or deep fried worms, some bullshit buckets, and then next thing you know, but like the whole school is trying to eat worms. So what the is wrong with deep fried, the deep fried worms gave everyone. What worms. the fuck are you guys talking about? What are you talking about? I'm telling you the truth, brother. They made us eat worms. Well, don't tell me. That's a voluntary oh. process, of course. But if you're brave enough, because a stupid fucking book, they we actually had deep fried worms out of school. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it sounds like, sounds like you guys are talking about some kind of apocalyptic fucking menu and shit. Get dirt fried. <laughs> <laughs> We're preparing for the worst, buddy. We got it. Yeah. Fuck. I'm going to go get some worms. Sort of preparing to be independent, I guess. You know, you sort of want that. How about maggots? Would you do that? If I had to. I, I remember uh, eating uh, frozen ants. They tasted all right. 
Uh, I had them on my pizza before because they got on my pizza and I had to bake it. <laughs> motherfuckers, you're going in the oven, you fuckers. Like, you're going to be fucking <laughs> And I ate them and they were perfectly good, but they were cooked. That's my boy. That's my boy. Fuck you, Anthony. I was on the street for like a long time. I, pretty pretty I, was I was homeless, so I used to eat everything. Fuck yeah, bud. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Stoney. Tell us something you ate that was nasty. Mm-hmm. We're down that category now. I'll show you guys something. You're muted. Yeah. I'm still staring at the wall, dude. What happened? <laughs> what is that? My banana. Oh, Ooh. shit. I thought it was a You're dead bird. No, I could still open it up and eat the good stuff inside. I saw sure. a TikTok where some girl took the took a dab where she took the banger and then stuck it in the banana and then on the other side uh, pulled the hit. It was like, I don't know, some corny TikTok, but somehow she smoked through the banana with the banana in there somehow. I don't know how that worked. I don't know, but I made a banana bong like four years ago on my Instagram, my first one. Hey, if she can suck a bong hit through a banana, man, I'd kind of like to meet her. Yeah, me too. I was just going to say, dude, if she, if she could do that, then I, I yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a TikTok. I was going to say, you I thought I saw like, a video of that sometime, but it was like the opposite. Dude, you might not even have to leave your house. She could suck so hard. Wait, are you sure? Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> If she can suck that hard, it sounds like it might be a ripoff. <laughs> that, was, that was the old joke, but what do you call a uh, hook over the chip tooth and the organ grinder? <laughs> I always like the old one. Uh, how do you make a hormone? You don't pay her. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> See, we mm. went off DNA topic and devolves into stupid things. Even shit. Even worms. Now, SoCal, when you were talking about your experience today and the, the guy that you got the pig shit from and that he got supplies from Bilbasol, you think he, I think he probably has a small patch of, of, of grass growing there. Like, how would you, I mean, I guess a regular farmer could come across build with soil, but most likely it's a cannabis thing. Um, Maybe not. Growing cannabis leads to a lifestyle of horticulture. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, he, uh, he has, he has a beautiful farm over there. I mean, the, the layout, everything he's, uh, He's got like the southwest facing property and, you know, just absolutely perfect setup for where he's at. And uh, he used to grow cannabis. We uh, we were oh. talking today about, uh, you know, he had That's his greenhouse all full. And, buddy, you'll understand this, but um, the fire department will come out and clear land right before oh, yeah. fire season. And... He was uh, all paranoid because 
all the supervisors and shit for Cal Fire and all those guys, you know, watching the clearing crews were parking right next to his greenhouse. And he's like, I don't know what to do. That motherfucker's full of plants. And I got four or five carbon filters going on, but, you know, it still stinks to high hell. So, uh, you know, what do you do? You're, you're four or eight weeks into, or four to six weeks into flower, and you got, you know, 50, 60 guys parking, you know, 20 feet past your greenhouse. Fuck some bacon. Hey, last year, it had to have been like 15 SD, G&E guys here when they were replacing the pole. And their their little spot where they took breaks was like on the part of the property where it was right when my outdoor crop was, it went over the fence, even though it had like in a fenced area that had screen up there. You could, and throughout the day, I'd peek out my window just to see how the job was going. And one time I looked out and a couple of them were with the, some other guys and they were like pointing and like saying, look right there. There's the plants. It was obvious what they were doing. And yeah, they came and left. They didn't give a shit. Yeah. Well, what really impressed me about this guy's farm is, um, you know, A, for the size of space he's got. I mean, he's got a decent little plot over there. But for what he's able to pull off with the way he's growing stuff over there, it's just phenomenal. You know, he's a no-till you know farmer and well he probably spent some years building up whatever soil he's using because like yeah i have 17 acres here and it's basically granite like yeah i would have to like really either build it up or like and amend it but it would take time to like turn granite into soil well, he's got a, a whole section that um, this is his first season planting in it. But the way he's the way he's got everything laid out over there, and the way everything's working, it's just fucking badass, man. Like I was really impressed. And, you know, you talk to a lot of these people that they say they're like an organic farmer or whatever. And I started talking to this guy for a minute, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, smiley. And this dude would fucking never shut up once that conversation started. So, you know, and then he's, he's bringing up like, oh, yeah, green gene and, you know, uh, Mr. B's and build a soil and all this shit. And I'm like, all right, you fucking know what you're talking about. And you know what you're doing. And, you know, after it's looking around. He's like, using <laughs> that shit for like a market garden. You know I mean, there's market gardeners that I've watched like on the no-till side are they're really heavy into their composting process and they're like, you know what I mean? They're trying to, they're oh, trying to do all the shit on farm. Like KNF stuff's real, real appealing. To oh, he, he's doing 95% of his stuff on farm. Um, he, like I said, he just opened up a whole nother section. So yeah. he's, uh, you know, well, getting you're, you're getting pig, Hold pig on, shit man. there. Hold on. He's just now starting to get that area of the soil built up this is his first year in there he cleared all the the natural brush he had to level some of it out um you know he brought in uh what do you say like a, a 40 yard roll off of compost and he still needs another one of the same size down there so 
So he's doing it right. And then like uh, the, the compost pile he had going at his property there was fucked. It was huge. It was probably close to a 30-yard compost pile, you know. And that's all coming from the farm. Yeah, you'd think you'd need that too, though. I mean, with the, depending on what area he's trying to cover, you know. That's what I mean. It gets so expensive for them guys to try to buy in the amount of compost they need or whatever. Like, you almost have to do it on site to, like, because I'm buying it in for, for my grow now. And it's like, fuck, man, that's a huge input cost, really. Like, it's, right. It's not, but it is. It's, I spend more on that than I do any other amendment. You know what I mean? So, like, right. Oh, I'll get compost is two years in the making, right? And I mean, don't you need animals, or you don't need have to have animals, but animals are, are you know, livestock or yeah, we're, there's a there's a lot of animals out here. You know, I put on the uh, next door app that I was looking for animal shit from the farmers up here, and uh, you know, I pretty much found everything. The only thing I didn't find was an elephant. You know, so all these people up here are more than happy to share all their their compost materials but this guy's also doing you know he's also got uh, livestock so he's making his own you know animal shit too up there so i saw a thing on pbs about local farm stuff there was a show in the san diego zoo had a program where people picked up shit from them that's where you get the elephant shit from yeah. the zoo yeah doo-doo doo-doo what do elephants eat? What do they want? Well, the problem if you were getting stuff from the zoo would be, yeah, what antibiotic and you know they they use drugs on the animals there. That's for sure. Elephants eat a lot of peanuts, so if you're allergic, to- <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's all I was thinking. I was like, what the fuck does an elephant eat besides peanuts? Hmm. well this guy was like with his pigs right he's got the pigs and uh i was asking him i'm like what's the thing weigh like 700 pounds he's like nah probably thousand he's like you know like we slaughtered one last year that was smaller than that and it was 800 so but you know he's got all that yeah how much fucking shit can a 800 to a thousand pound pig make you know what i mean and he's got a breeding pair so but he's got all his chickens and then the guy right up the street's got llamas and you know so he's he's uh he's doing it right you know i mean i understand when you right but when you first open up like a new new chunk of land yeah you're gonna have to bring a lot of stuff in but as it gets going you know and starts doing its thing you're really not gonna have to bring in that much yeah he's so building it up right now and he's sending his soil samples out to um I forget the name of it. Um, Logan? Logan in Ohio, I believe they are. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, he's doing that all the time. And he's, uh, you know, when I started asking him what he was using for amendments, I expected to hear like, you know, brand name, you know, whatever. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm you know, using the manganese and the copper and the, all this shit. And I'm just like, damn, okay, you, you fucking got it on point. You know what you're doing, you know? Well, once you're going to acres, that's that's the only portable way, right? Right. 
don't right. know. I watch a I watch a market farmer uh, does a YouTube farmer Dre. I'll shout him out, but he's in the nah. he does tomatoes and shit, and he's fucking. I watch tomatoes and strawberries, and I watched one video he was talking about his strawberries because I was trying to get my head around how the, these guys feed their strawberries or whatever. And he was saying that he puts a pound of nitrogen on per week. And he was doing that across an acre. And basically what he was mixing up was like a fucking 50 pound bag of, of the calcium nitrate. And then and he had it all calculated out about what n- amount of nitrogen it was. But he was just throwing. I, I'd say up, one thing about strawberries. Straight up bulk bag of calcium nitrate. That's what he was mixing in and fucking throwing it out there, man. There, there's a lot of them around here. And I, one thing I noticed with the rows they make, they cover the whole row with plastic, and then only the plant has like a spot to grow out. Like that seems to be like standard. All the fields I see, they're done that way. But Smiley Logan Labs came up, and I don't you had had soil tests done and all that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Nice. So like my soil is like going on three years old and. I could look at the plants. I, I don't, that's why I haven't had a test done. And I, I haven't like gone overboard from the beginning. It's, and, but did you learn a lot from that? Like that was necessary, you thought? Yeah, absolutely, man. They're just the, I mean, the example I always give is like the manganese and fucking copper. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't like, visually see the the deficiency there you know but it's a like manganese is a real real important one as far as like when we talk about like light saturation that law of minimums whatever it's you're only going to photosynthesize so much well manganese is one of the essential nutrients for that well every one of the micronutrients yeah it's involved in the first stage of photosynthesis so without manganese you don't have the first step of photosynthesis happening you know what i mean so it's and, and you wouldn't usually see it you know and your soil was low on that yeah yep. what else do you find that's low all the time it's miley man what about it's calcium been... levels everyone's worried about the cow mag right yeah calcium um Mine actually was kind of high. My calcium and magnesium were high because my well water was high in bicarbonates and, and it had a magnesium level that was bringing in. So it was basically my soil became a filter for all them bicarbonates. And right in the last while since I've been testing, that's when I got the water filter and, and I've been trying to, it's always about balance in the soil. And I was, I was kind of thinking about this today when I was, tonight when i was transplanting or whatever but like we always think about oh did we put enough in that soil do we got enough you know i mean that was always the thought i had when i was originally switching over to organics but really it's not that's the wrong question the the right question about enough is answered with your cation exchange level so so if your cation exchange level is too low you're never going to have enough of any of it you know what i'm saying so that's where your enough is at in the media is at your cation exchange level and then and then the rest of it is just a matter of balance so the rest of it you're just trying to balance out so like when you when you're talking calcium i'm i haven't been adding calcium in the last few mixes because 
I'm trying to, the calcium and magnesium levels are, are the ones that are elevated already in the soil. So what I'm having to do is bring in potassium to, to balance and bring those three into a balance. That, that's what I'm really going for. So like, my, yeah, I mean, the calcium levels, once they, you got so much in there based on your cation exchange, really, and then it's like, does that make sense? How long but, have okay, so these, uh, you, you, just, you just got these filters, what, last year, did you say, Smiley, that RO system? Yeah. yeah. Well, before that, what made you think that there was a deficiency? Like you said, you won't see these little minute changes or lack of uh, growth rate. Like, what made you think, like, oh, I got to get the shit tested? You know, what made you, uh, shall, okay, shall we say, up your game? I was always just chasing my tail on something. You know what I mean? It was hard to just say one thing for sure. But, but then the more I, I learned about it, like the way the bicarbonates actually operate in the soil is they tie up nutrients. So, so it's basically like those were like little nutrient magnets kind of was the way I understood it, I guess. So they'll grab onto things. So like they're really, the bicarbonate can be even more reactive with like phosphorus and tie it up, you know what I mean? Than what normal calcium would or whatever, so. And I don't know how to explain all the chemistry of that. That's just how, when I read it, that's how my brain understood it. And, and like once, you know what I mean? If I can rationalize in my head, like how it's working and I kind of understand it, that's what I run with. So I don't know. Well, how long was this soil? Like, was there like a period of time where you just built it, it was running great. And then you noticed a couple of things and then that's why you, one tested or was the plants looking fine you just were wanting to take it to the next level no i was definitely having issues and i was oh. chasing i was chasing my tail for probably yeah like two years of the first two years of the room and you can kind of see that in the start so like when i did the the first like garden tour or whatever was when i mixed like i think it was like the eighth batch of soil or whatever but i had I had already mixed a few and seen how they ran. And then I did a video of the soil mix and then I ran. And then that's what started that off was following how that soil mix did. And was there anything that you were surprised that it was like high, that like, you know, just through regular amending or whatever you're doing. And then next thing you realize, holy moly, this is way too high. Um, the aluminum kind of catches me off a little bit but i had doubled and tripled up on like rock dust and shit like that and then uh and i was kind of you know following the the coots kind of method and i was at the time like that's kind of changed over time and i get why but but anyway i was i mean there was a lot of kelp meal involved and originally i was using neem and some of those things and i've just kind of gone away from some of that well here here's like where my, my i built the coots mix but it was i had a dirt company because i needed like six yards mix and uh um uh put more castings in that's it then i use what's it from build the soil the uh craft blend. the blend craft blend i used that like twice during the first season once last year and last year I added a micro mix from Build the Soil, just all the micronutrients. And oh, 
I, I like to, to sprinkle in some sulfur, like a cup in each four by eight bed. My plants are so lush. I'm like, well, I guess it's looking good. Why would I test it? But then it's my- I, I guess to know, because like, yeah, I don't know. I just put it together and it seems to be going good, but I don't know. Which, that's like, why smiley was tired of the mystery right smiley was like fuck this i want to know what's going on so he got the soil tested and then he perfected it well trying to perfect it right do they give you the like the thresholds of these elements smiley like calcium levels maxed out you know have you have you taken a plant to these max out levels and have you taken them to the minimum levels to see the results even though yeah. i know yeah they it depends on like um, so there's a couple of different ways they look at it, like what falls in solution is one of them, the, and then the other one is like what is actually totally in there in any form. That's called the, the pace saturated test. Pace test. Yep, saturated paste is what's in solution, and malic 3 is the acid test, so they actually run an acid through it. And then, so that's going to be like your total amount in any form, but it could be non-plant available, all that. did you use that guy that offers this service of reading it and helping you figure it out or you figured it out yourself no soil doctor and that was helpful and useful and everything build the soil offers that for free now i think i will say this it's only as helpful as is the information you're giving them to so like i don't know like the time frame of what you're going to run the cycle um that that was kind of one that I had off a little bit. I should have been, you know, and like, and it's only as good as like the samples that you take. So, you know, and he can only give you what, whatever the test results came back. So like, if you just pulled that off the top inch of the pot, you know, it's not going to be really indicating what's all the way through the pot. So like how you're taking your sample kind of becomes important. How you do your smiley. I take, so there's 16 pots in a row and I take samples from four of them. I don't really mark them, so I don't know if I'm taking the same or different ones or whatever, but I just, each time I take it from four of them and I mix that all together and that's, that's the sample. But what levels are you taking? Are you going to try to get, do you dig to the bottom? Oh no, sorry. I do a plug. Like, um, I got a little shovel thing that I can stick in and twist and it pulls out like a core. So it's like, I don't know, if I had to guess, it's maybe like a, a, a half cup or something of soil each. It, are you in like grassroots beds? Is that what it is? No, they're number 15 smart pots. So there's 60. And, and it's a little but, over a yard of soil total. So. That core sample is the whole, you know, level of the pot. Like, so it's 15 inch no. core sample. No, the pots are like 18 inches deep, and then it's only taken probably like six inches. So, but I also scrape away. So I have a a mulch layer. So like when I top dress, I'll put down uh, a layer of worm castings, and then there's a layer that that I use that's called Verma mulch, Vermi mulch, and that's from wormies or whatever. But that um, that's more like a it's just a thicker screening of the compost, basically. You got a lot more wood chunks in it and stuff like that. And uh, and I scrape all that back to kind of get to the main part of the media. And then I dig the sample from there. 
Are you ever curious what's at the bottom? Uh, or you think it's just so it's gonna be transplant, so it's pretty uniform, you think? Overall? It's, like when you say you mix the samples, have you ever given like a just from one plant and gave that as a sample so that you could let me take your best plant and like give that to them, take your best plant and then give that to them, you know? Have you ever got that test result? Um no, I haven't really. See I mean, I try to mix it up. Input a plant and one that's doing shitty too. That's another thing. So like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because I want to kind of. I guess it's stupid, but maybe not. I don't know. But I'm just thinking I'm going to get a little bit of an average of between the two, maybe, and like, because if I did the pot that was doing shitty, then maybe I get too many amendments for the pots that were doing good. You know what I'm saying? Well, you think how much of that is influenced by the water and versus? the shitty amendments because every probably the shitty it, amendments isn't pardon me every bit of it is influenced by the water yeah i i think it, most of the time that's based on my gorilla spots right it's like I, I, some spots are pure natural right have been modified besides moving the fucking beaver dam out of there right boom see you later <laughs> right it's beautiful beautiful soil after fucking you know maybe three years you go and check it out Little grassland develop, dual coverage, beautiful. But I never tested this shit. And there doesn't seem to be a deficiency or different growth rates and stuff. But if, if you miss water or you overwater some shit, that's when the plant really gets fucked up. It has, you know, such a rarity of being so influenced by def- deficiencies. Like it's, it just doesn't exist, you know? Like it's, if anything, it's a where you dump, you know, like we used to use this, uh, advanced product in some spots, right? Came by the bucket full. Um, advanced nutrients, heavy harvest, beautiful stuff. Don't ask me what was in it, just, you know, salts, but it was coated with a sugar, time released. But if you overdid it, like sometimes those boys got into the whiskey and they'd give up too many cups per plant. And those plants, of course, would be heavily influenced and they would not a beneficial way. They'd be burnt, right? You could tell like, oh, that one got way too much, dude. Payroll deduction, but well, so smiling, how how much in, in hindsight there? Uh, looking back at the soil, you know the soil problems, and then a little bit later, the problems with the well. Do you think that uh, they could have been intertwined a little bit? Some oh, of the more calcium or you know mineral deposits from the well could have maybe building up in the soil, causing some of the problems. Yeah, it absolutely was. Especially the magnesium that was just adding to the uh, the um, compaction issue. So it's kind of like now. One last question, Smiley. When it's going, you're just plain water. You're not using any products. It's right. Um. Well, I do add. So they run on a blue mat system, and that's the main watering, and then. I don't know. I try to run them on the drier side is kind of way I've tended now. And then on a periodic basis, it's not really every weekly. It'd be like every other week kind of thing. And I keep it on a calendar so I don't get screwed up on which row needs it. But then I'll, that, I'll water in from time to time, like uh, um, seaweed and amino acid. And, you know, See, and I got self, stuff from BioX. I, I've been doing the silica. I was going to ask you about that. I, I, How, how's that? care package treating you that they sent you seeing some nice results 
I am. You had some powdery meal, dude? Did you use that spray on it, dude? I did, yeah. And how did it work? I haven't seen it since. Oh, buddy. Tell me in that my, product name. In my indoor indoor world, I'm a product hog. I try it all. Well, not really, but over the years. But in my outdoor thing, I've only given it water. I, I just following that, which is amazing. But it's like a, it's hard for me because... Yeah, I want to put products. I get bags of samples of different things, and there's a lot of different products. You want to be loved by the plant, don't you, buddy? You just want to be loved and hated by the plant. This will be the third crop in this this build of the soil and all that. Seems to go fine. I'm surprised. I could just clean water right out of a hose, and it's not like I have bad water from the tap, but yeah, that's all I've done. Because I'm afraid if I gave it products, then that would build up. And if I gave it a veg type product, well, when how long does it take to dissipate out of there? And, well, you, you know, know, it's sort of like the whole kelp myth, right? Of being a high in, um, what's the bad word in that? It's not anthrax. What's that shit? Lead? Arsenic. arsenic. That's it. Arsenic, right? What is it? Like six parts per million or something like that? Considered high? I forgot what some people are spitting. But I, I was so curious. I was like, that doesn't sound high to me. Um, I think the average arsenic levels in soil in Canada, because we're, we're polluted up here, man, but <laughs> I think it's like 10 to 15 in Ontario or some bullshit like that. So I well, that the one thing I think I made a mistake is, okay, so it's two four by eight grassroot beds. And, and when I put all that together, I also got a pound I think it was a pound. It was like $69 from Uncle Jim's worms. And I also have like a worm farm. And I took like a handful and put in each bed. And the rest I put in this worm farm where it just started on the, it's four layers. I remember thinking, man, I better buy some more. This how Well, now it's like a year or so later. And holy shit, the worm farm is nothing but worms. But when I planted some plants, a few days ago they were just uh solo cups so i only had to dig out like a little hole yeah there was like 10 worms in this little hole and i'm thinking yeah the worms are like taking over and that i remember cood or different people saying yeah it's better to do the worm thing away not put them in your beds because like at a certain point i'm thinking well they're just going to keep going well, they like, can't eat your roots. They're not going to eat your roots, right? So I, don't, maybe I think there's a point where you have too, too much, many uh, worms. I don't know. I, I suppose that could affect the tilt of the soil, right? Make it too mucky or something, I suppose. But I suppose that's going to have to add some sand or some. Well, everything it, right? seems to be fine. <laughs> and, and yeah, I, I don't use blue map, but like, from watching Jeremy's videos and he uses that can, but he does give you the measurements. I like water a lot less like than I ever would before. I never really, I like, uh, especially in the big beds, right? Like how often do you need to water buddy? I guess you're in California. Depends depends on humidity and temperature, but no days, days. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't understand. I'm more on the dry side. I'm not, I've learned my lessons over watering, but I I know we uh, always want like this constant 
ebb and flow, but there's no flow. There's always just an ebb to the system. Seems like it's like, oh, we always wanted this moisture level. We barely want any fluctuations. It's well, the best for the my, microbes. My like beds how, don't have have that inner that? liner, but I have hundred gallon uh, uh, circle ones. Through studying, that a, have have inner liner a tenth of a trillionth soil sample. Those ones. Oh, these microbes are bad. A lot longer with the inner liner, but in my beds, I like. I don't think I would like the inner liner because I I do want it to like have ability to dry out. And I think with the inner liner, it's it, at least in the hundred gallon ones. That's yeah, a great subject. Hold buddy. that water. That's a great subject. Is uh, fuck now I'm squirreled it, but but for, I want to say fertigation and um watering your plants that ratio there like do you want that high dry out ratio where it's like oh every day i water or is it like every three days i water what's 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 the ideal you think you know like every day you water that bitch so it's you know have you have a high Some input of fertigation it's because the hose is there i like surface water maybe in the afternoon but then maybe every three or four days is when I give it like a few gallons of water where it saturates. I'm talking that's about your rock wall, it. your rock wall inside. Oh, that's a whole other thing. Rock wall that waters three times a night. Sometimes if the plants are real big, well, years ago when I had airflow and if it was super dry, I could have to flip the watering cycle on in the dark cycle because. So your drip man, your dripping shit. But now that everything is under control uh you know humid and, and temperature all that uh yeah they just water three times a night they could probably get away with two but like i'm i every all my thinking is better safe than sorry because when i used to play with it trying to get it closer to a dry back yeah there's always the get one or two up. plants just, that drink drinking yeah. faster and next thing you know they're wilted well, you're fucking with it, so I just safer than sorry. See, that's one thing. Uh, so, like about soils or, or soilless media, like people always mention aeration, right? That's the common term is aeration. And people, I mean, in your head, it kind of puts the idea of like, oh yeah, it's putting oxygen in there, but like really, what it's doing is lowering the watering water holding capability of that. So, so it's going to dry out faster, basically. But, the, but it's a little different way of looking at that. You know what I mean? Like, to well, think of it as lowering the water holding capability. So, if I got more of that shit in there, I'm going to fucking water more. I've been growing in Rockwell forage cubes for over 30 years. And in my weird lingo, like, I train them to drink, right? That's, and some of that gets into like at the beginning. Yeah dry back like you water because then the thing sick like it the thing is only good for two months before it saturates and there's no more like it's not it's not like it was at the beginning where it's mostly air and during the time when it's air water ratio yeah if you if you water too many times in the early stages yeah you you won't condition your cube to like drink and when I think I have it dialed is when like my 50 gallon reservoir is being drank by the plants, right? Because they've been the whole way I've like trained them to drink the fucking water when I give it to them. And then when they get 
because in veg, it's hand water all the way to flour. And then flour, they get water three times a night. And they can have as much as they want. And when a tray's really kicking ass, I, I know it by how much water it's drinking. In my crazy, you know, methods where I don't write anything down and I'm not organized. No, and that makes sense, though. But if you think of it in terms of like photosynthesis, like the, I mean, the end result is like, we always say that plants inhale carbon dioxide, exhale oxygen, but they exhale oxygen and water in vapor. You know what I mean? So there's a, there's a water movement to that, that reaction that's happening. So. See, the, the only thing that keeps me from going with soil inside, is every other metric makes sense, is that when I veg them and then turn them back to flower, like the move, if I had beds in the flower room that's perpetual and then just plop plants in there and flip them, that wouldn't really be enough time for them to utilize a root structure and build in. Like that would work great if I vegged the room for a week or two and then flipped it. But like my flower rooms have been on 12 and 12 since day one, they, they have, nothing ever changes there. Mainly because it's a perpetual thing. There's there's a two tray, two trays on a different schedule. So you can't, you can't. And so like, that's the only thing stopping me. It's like, yeah, how would I, if I had four by eight beds instead of four by eight trays. How would you, this, how, how long a time do you think they would need to fill in the root space? I would, depending on what stay, you know, growth uh, a week, seven days. Before you flip them the flower, I mean, in my mind, yeah, that's when the roots are really growing, flowering. Like maybe the first week or two of flowering, there's still new root growth, but at a certain point, flowering, root growth sort of stops. It's what it is, right? Why? Why do you say that? Well, that's basically in my mesh buckets with rock wool. Sometimes you get roots that leave the bucket and roll down the tray, but most of the time, when you pull the bucket at the end, you'll just see that the roots have just swirled and swirled and swirled and swirled. They didn't really want to leave the bucket. Because yeah. I've seen that. Because, like in flower, I've seen them actually fucking roots come up like week six in flower and eat my whole dripper system. Like, you know, the pot was dry and they were searching, but they were brand new roots that were still growing and actively searching, you know what I mean? At, at week six and flowers. So but was that like all the time or, or just that time? Well, I, mean, I would imagine they would be doing that all the time. That's, that's kind of what I'm getting at. You know? Well, when I, when I have this bucket system that when I pull the plants out, I guess it's flood and drain bucket system. Yeah. There'll be like, the whole bottom is just root. Like it left the bucket and because it had water down there. Um, some of that is dry back too. I used to grow where, because it's mesh buckets, I used to buy the cocoa mats and lay them on the, the tray and then put the buckets on top. And yeah, the roots used to leave the buckets, go through that mat and then create problems because yeah, they would, clog up the the channels drain 
you know, and I've had even in this bucket system. Yeah. Roots will grow into the fucking flood and drain hose. And, you know, all of a sudden I'll notice a plant not looking right. I'll realize that, yeah, the roots got so gnarly it went up the hose. What was that you were going to say, Ego? Uh, I was just going to say, uh, I think Buddy's a little bit right there in the fact that, you know, with my experience working with trees, uh, the roots will extend out as far as the branches go and almost as deep as, as it is tall. So I'm kind of thinking when it relates to cannabis, as far as, you know, she's done stretching, I'm thinking that they, buddies were kind of right. Week two, three, I think maybe those roots, at least, you know, the searcher roots stopped growing and what you're seeing more growth of is the fish bones, you know, the more uh, drinking part of the fucking roots there. Well, they're not we're talking about getting let's longer. Just say they're just kind of more. It's ten week cycle, right? Taking ten week cycle. The is plant there a different by function for five roots? is like finishing already, like it, and it's like so, like putting out new roots past toward the end doesn't make sense to me. One as a plant because it's it's already the buds are happy. It's it's finishing right so and oh when i say i got things drinking about week six is when they stop drinking and they're much less water as they finish i mean at least in my 50 gallon reservoirs that i change there's nine of them i change them like either every three days four days or five days depending on how much they fucking drink that thing the roots grow like uh in length for plant support basically and then the fish bones kind of come out for the plant to actually drink so i think the length of them are for plant stability and i think the fish bones are for more water and nutrient absorption and when i used to use those mats and have crazy roots when we take down the plants and roll that thing up it'd be like holy fucking roots and when I, before I used it, I used it for a few years. I stopped using it. Now, it wasn't like, holy shit. That was like a third more roots than the way before. It didn't equal to a third more yield. It didn't. It was like, and I grow in what they call 10-inch pots. Maybe they're three-gallon. Uh, but in hydro, uh, yeah, I mean, plants get what they do. I, I do it the same way I did it when I learned in 1990 or some shit, there's probably a thousand things I could do better. It's just that, you know, I do what I do. So I'm not like saying, Oh, my ways. No, I'm sure my way has been proven fucking stupid 20 years ago. Other than I noticed Rockwell sells like, yeah. You go there to get four inches and you better be there the right day or they're not fucking there. And they, they, they pull the through a lot of them. Yeah. See, I, I think pilot. is there a certain point where if you remove foliage, it stops growing, right? Like there is that. So I would imagine it'd be similar with the roots too, you know, like if you strip a plant, you know, like week seven, you're not gonna have to fucking pull fan leaves again. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
it's not you're beyond that point where it's going to regrow those so i think you probably get that with the root system too and uh, and on a tray that a lot of times when there'd be a section or a place where their roots would leave the pot and grow in the in the channel it was usually a place where it was a low spot or the way i had the tray left a little water in that channel right and that's what created the roots wanting to yeah they utilized that and took off but yeah, do you think they want more water that's what i always think too that's why i started like making that little well I, I didn't call it a dry back or anything but i've been growing in rockwell and over the years figured did it a certain way and i don't have any of the technology the jungle boys did but to me it was sometimes when things like that happen i realized oh i was on the right path because that's kind of how i i didn't call it a dry back but that's how i've always treated right. rockwell buddy i'm gonna call the bullshit on this one it was a pump failure and you were like oh look at what happened now like this. <laughs> we'll fucking maybe try that again we'll fucking pump fail that shit again on <laughs> yeah other than fuck adaptation right my my irrigation pumps, I, I've had a timer fucking not work, but those fucking things always work. Like my moose tech, man. Moose fuck my I'm garden just... over. What we do now, we moose tech some shit, dude. If it likes but it, I we just stomp that shit. Stomp they it. Don't, they don't stock anymore. It's called a, wait, it's a 1200. And, and the reason is, is yeah, never air never gets in it. Like, so it never gets the vacuum lock. Huh. And I use the, the most rudimentary fucking dripper thing you can imagine. A fucking hose with a fucking oh. T thing at the end and fucking drippers. Various ones over the years. I like Chapin Head drippers. And they're hard to get now because Ran or whoever straight, bought. Straight spaghetti line, yeah. man. With a little yeah. valve you can adjust. That's what I like. And I use an enzyme cleaner Double that's 89 system. bucks a Two gallon that, that they use on yachts. Two pumps. In one. between runs, I run that through my drippers. It's some kind of enzyme, and it keeps them clean as fuck. But it's 90 bucks a gallon. But it's concentrated. You guys kept me out late, man. Fucking me in all these topics, questions. I'm going to jump out, though. It is way past. I hope everybody has a good Friday, though. Awesome hanging. He says, Smiley, man. Team Blue Lab High. Smiley. Yeah, we got the event this weekend, so it'll be a busy one, too. So. I'm excited Thank for you. a product. It's, it's only because my relationship with Grateful Dead but there's a company called Bio365 that makes premium living soils and all these products. And Bob Weir's like the main investor and a friend that runs it all, Michael's, somebody I know from years of dead shows. Tomorrow I get some shipment of all this stuff. It's okay. not like I'm under, I oh, supposed to take pictures and do whatever. It's just, here's a bunch of shit. Try it out. What's Dude, all the stuff? Yeah, I, would, I would do it because everybody I've seen that's gotten that similar thing. Noah, Noah the grower is the one I'm thinking of offhand. And I think Canna Queen's the other one that's got the, they both, once they switch, man, that they're, 
Yeah, they're onto something. They make yeah, a premium. It looks fucking it's nice, premium. Man. The results are getting are awesome. So. And even part of their thing is they one of their main product lines is these three gallon, five gallon, seven gallon. They're they're not fabric pots. They're just plastic sleeves where you can just buy pallets like that. And can I uh, ask you something about of, the soil buds? Yeah. Do they do they sell amendments with the soil? Okay, they haven't. Right. Even I was showing my friend a couple of days ago and went through their website and was like, okay, they, they do have it. And that's some of what they're sending me because that's their new thing. Because previously, that, if, you look at their, if you look at their, their business model, they have like, you know what I believe uh, though? Three, they have, they have, they, I don't soil, know though. what they call it. 365 it was soil, grow, buddy. 365 bloom. 365 flower, 365 starter, 365 this. And so it was like, when I looked at that, I was like, so what? I'm supposed to start with a, a grow uh, soil and then at some point transplant it to a, a, a bloom soil and then transplant it into a flower soil? Like when you just amend the one Ooh. soil to those different places. And, uh, but but their whole thing is they patented some method of making a biochar. And so their main part of their soil is what they call biocharge, some special fucking patented bio. This sounds like bullshit to me, man. What a product line this is. Well, what a product if, line. Guess what? If you had real soil, though, I think that cycle would be at least eight, eight, nine until you had need. The fucking oh cool picture, man. Can we what zoom that on Stony? That was good. You're on what mute. You got going dude, on there? You're muted. Brilla Globe GG4. You're you're on mute, Stony. Now. Now we can hear you. A little bit. Lid Farms South Beach. Frosty as hell. But this I grew two of them together same seed pack one under a big light and one under a little 100 watt led the frostier of the two the most potent of the two came under the 100 watt light i don't know i'm finding this to be a repetitive thing too with this 100 watt 100 watt led 100 watt led panel yeah hlg the flower the bloom panel right the original yeah i like running but my boards at 100 watts i mean i don't know There's something to it it just brings out more frost. i don't know i mean the buds are a bit aren't as big right they're smaller buds. but the quality is to me has been better when i grow two of the same Tony, I wish I would have known we were going to be bunking up fucking Saturday. We just ate a little bit of shipping and shit. Yeah, you know what, dude? I'm not going to be. That's why I didn't do that because I wasn't. I'm still that, you know, modern just kind of hit me during the week. And I, I've been kind of like back and forth. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. My car is really a piece of shit. And money's tight right now. So I'm just like, I don't know. Unless something happens in the next 14 hours. <laughs> Right. Come on, you're you electrician. Know, you know, it, Come on, Stoney, do some of that. 
I wasn't like work for this, you know. Honestly, I, I wasn't uh, thinking about this trip. I just been thinking about Luzerne and being bummed about it. So I was like, kind of being maybe like a little kid, like, yeah, fine, I'm just not going to look at any of your events right now. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't paid attention to anything really. I and then you know the smiley thing came up. I'm like, oh man, that would be cool. And then everyone's going. If SoCal, if SoCal would have went. If he would have been able to make it, then I would have fucking. Now wait, if it was like a gig, you would show up. I know he did, (laughs) but I know he was up against it way more than I was. Man, he had he had shit to lose, (laughs) a lot of shit. Dude, I tried. I tried. He did. No, he did, dude. Even to the last minute, even got around to live a little bit, try to make her feel guilty and bad for him. <laughs> you're going to the wedding, motherfucker. You're gonna like it. And you're gonna have a smile on your face. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. I haven't talked to Larry either, so. So okay, uh, you could just flew out here and then fucking zoom zoomed your way to the family event. Just to have your wife That's walk around with the phone with you be on Zoom and shit. And you could have been in two places at once and shit. Oh, no, I got the whole, like, if I'm going, motherfucker, you're going. If I got to be there, you got to be there. So there was no getting out of it. I even, like, I was like, well, I'll do dishes. I'll take yeah. out the garbage, you know. <laughs> she wasn't having it. I mean, she was, if it was, if there was, you know, if, if she didn't already have something planned that, uh, you know, we couldn't get out of, she would have been, a, I would probably already been on a flight out there tonight. But, you know, what they say happy life, happy life, right? Or happy wife, happy life. Whatever the fucking saying is, I don't know. Yeah. Everybody says it backwards. Chatter, Bob, and Jack going. When's the main weed nerd festival? For some reason, I see Cheddar Bob running around snapping everybody on the ass, going, Tell boy, tell boy. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I really, really tried to make it out there. If it was next weekend, she's the fall for it. Oh, she did I'm offer to offense. She offered to drop me off at the airport Saturday night, and I'm like, "Well, that kind of defeats the purpose, you know, because Mendo plays Saturday evening, and everything else is going to be going on Saturday, so no reason to get there at midnight Saturday, you know." Well, you'll be missed. Both of you guys there. I will definitely make a event. So I want that record for the longest person to travel there, you know. I gotta be a martial artist. Is martial artist coming up? Uh, 
I don't know if you guys can hear me. What yes. town is it in, Eagle? Jones. It's like not far from fucking Chicago, man. It's like right on the fucking Illinois-Michigan border, practically. Yeah, it's like south of Grand Rapids, I saw. Because when I originally looked for it, it told me up it was by like Saginaw and shit. And then yeah, like, so nice until like yesterday. I'm like, wait, it's only an extra, what, 100 miles or so? <laughs> Not far off. I was close. Hey, is it like near New Buffalo and shit? Hold on, hold on. Let me bring it's- up a map for you. I mean, I'm not from Michigan, so don't take my exact word for it. But from what I see on the map, it was like south of Grand Rapids. I was going to fucking no, It's way down there. I was going to bring that shit up on my phone. I'm like, I'm on a fucking computer. Why don't I just bring it up on a fucking computer? Well, if you left the fucking uh, nine pounder in the sun, kind of hammered. For a little bit, anyways. You can take it. Well, I can tell you, like, New Buffalo, for me, is, like, I don't know, two hours from where I live. It's only, like, an hour from the city. See it right down there in the corner? It's right where that little dot is. Yeah, it's like straight across the lake from Chicago almost. Yeah. Okay, so it's kind of like southwest of Kalamazoo. Yeah. Spread those autos. Hey, blind cat, by the way, I, I don't see your fucking information, brother. Hit me up again, brother. I don't see your shits. Send it to me again, man. I'll send you those seeds, brother. All right. <laughs> I don't I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see I don't see any of your information, brother. No, I don't you didn't see get your no, name anywhere. It's like we're cool. I didn't see shit, man. Okay. I just checked it like two, two days ago. Just send it again, dude. All you weed nerds, send your shit again to me. I'll hit you up for sure. I'm not trying to skip out on you guys. It's only a dollar like fifty send seeds out. Come on. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's so nobody Hit me up. They're afraid to get autos. Getting auto rolled. Autos. <laughs> <laughs> afraid to get Rick rolled. But there are the autos. I mean, they're lining up. They love autos. The auto roll. 
So yeah, Stoney, yeah, looking at the map, this place looks like it's like uh, I'm halfway at, between Kalamazoo and jo- South Bend. It's in Jones, right? Yeah. Yeah, I see it on sixty. Yeah, sixty forty. Yeah. So I would I would jump off of uh, ninety four there in New Buffalo and take twelve, which is sixty. So you know, it's probably like about two and a half, three hours for me. Oh, that's good. Oh, I gotta figure out the game. Also, too. shit, it must take you. Fuck, man, that, that fucking that, that must take you a good seven hours to get to fucking Luzerne. That's a hustle. Five hours the way we drive, but yeah, it could be a seven-hour trip, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. I went to fill up tonight for tomorrow, man. Fucking gas up here was fucking five dollars a gallon. Like, yeah, we're at five shit. bucks a gallon too, Eagle. It's unbelievable, man. And it's weird that we're that high up here because fucking I can only imagine what the city's gotta be at like six something, almost seven bucks by now. I'll fucking well, trade any of you guys for five dollar a gallon. I know, dude. Oh, Forget I so yeah. Cal, you're not invited to this conversation. Yeah, I have I have to buy premium, and if I go all the way to Escondido, it's like five eighty. But then in Ballbrook, it's six thirty nine. And tonight I paid six thirty nine. Yeah, you guys are in a whole different bracket than us. There's California, and then the rest of the country. Yeah, yeah, because I'm paying like it's six thirty nine out here in this part of the county is the cheap shit. The premium's like six eighty nine. It's fucking dads don't give a shit. I got dads two years ago. Premium it's like a fucky. Five nine, you get it on the highway and it just fucking idles. <laughs> it's a fucking good motor for cruising. <laughs> Well, last night I booked flights for July, uh, June 30th, and then fly home July 2nd or 3rd. And east to to San Diego or or LA to JFK, and then going to Connecticut and Gillette Stadium and uh, come home. I was expected maybe two, three hundred each way, you know. Nonstop. No, it was like the fares round trip somewhere between. If I flew this the cheap airline like Spirit, it's like nine sixty to twelve hundred to thirteen hundred round trip. It's like holy fuck, that's that's a lot. Yeah, the cheapest one I found to fly out to uh, from San Diego to Grand Rapids was like fucking uh, what seven hundred and something bucks. Jeez. Round trip, yeah, yeah, in the high seven. Yeah, was it more to fly to Chicago? It was more to fly to Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no deals, no deals. And then I noticed too when I was looking at the flights, um, they're now telling you the emissions percentages and shit for your flight. <laughs> I saw that too. And you can actually choose your flight based on the emissions now. And like the flight that had like the worst gas mileage, 
you were paying more for that, you know, and that flight would leave San Diego like, you know, 15 minutes later, but it was another thousand bucks because it was like a 55% emissions compared to the, the $800 flight that was like 15% or whatever it was. It's a fucking weird layout they got now for air travel. Kind of like getting in a cab. Well, this cab's from 86, so you got to pay more gas mileage. Well, and I imagine because, right. I mean, it was already an issue that the fuel costs were eating them alive before all this. If we're paying whatever at the pump, jet fuel, which is some form of petroleum, it's got to be, you know, could the rate's gone up on that. And holy shit, if the amount of fuel it takes to make these flights is a huge amount. Well, look at the uh, sport fishing industry in San Diego. They're filling up diesel. And, you know, it's not like you can pull these fucking 85-foot fishing boats out of the water and throw it on a trailer and go down to your local fucking Chevron station, you know? They're having to buy it from the bait barges in the bay or the uh, the fuel barge in the bay, and they're paying almost, you know, $8 a gallon. Yeah, because they got them. The, yeah. Well, well even... At the, and, and this is why our groceries, everything so much, because everything is in the diesel truck distribution thing. And these trucks get like what? When they're fully full, like seven, eight gal- miles a gallon. And they're paying diesel yeah. prices that is high as these gas prices. And who's paying it? Ultimately, we are. But like, geez, the amount of fuel. I, I saw some Instagram thing where it was a trucker showing the pump of like it was like two thousand some odd dollars to fill his truck up or some shit one tank yeah well and that's why i keep telling everybody start banging around fucking fruits and vegetables at home well didn't uh well, from the Morgan... looks of it that that's kind of what happened i mean the seed i remember this place that i get seeds from during corona had a thing saying only existing customers, like no new customers this season. And yeah, imagine people, there's, there's signs that people did, home, like home gardening spiked. Didn't JP Morgan Chase just come out and talk about some financial fucking hurricane that's coming our way and that? He's giving out the warning now that it's going to be a hit. Just They just don't know how big or bad it's going to be. Yeah, there's well, some sounds about right. There's, depending on who you listen to and, you know, if we average everybody's predictions out and shit, they're talking like, you know, 1930s fucking depression era again. Well, I mean, there was like a year or two that we lost like over 50% of everything or there was months where we lost <laughs> almost everything. There's got to be a price for that. Turp alert. Got the sneeze off this one, man. Double sneeze. But back to weed. I, I heard some stuff on a weed tube today that 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 one, the guy from like Nate from Humboldt CSI is like actually got a letter because he sent to them 
regarding the the federal laws that like okay federal law that means uh, post office and plane and, and shipping uh, seeds are legal to send and anything that's less than 0.03 which means a clone a cut they listed it all like which yeah i think you're gonna well there's already companies somehow this hortman sends me these email lists they're like a clone seller on online that shipped to every state but if if the feds say that that that's legal well then i assume people start yeah. doing that there are already people been doing it but i don't think they thought it was legal but i guess it's as of a few weeks ago that's the consequence of some bill that got passed it's considered hemp as long as and yeah any of those products if you tested in a lab wouldn't have any thc at that point so they're legal I saw a thing, uh, I don't know if it was last night or night before, on a news program where they were trying to talk about um, basically fucking reefer madness, trying to bring that theory and idea back, talking about how all these, you know, these shootings and all this bullshit are related well, to cannabis yeah. because certain THC levels will now make you, uh, you know, psychotic and violent and go into this fucking roid rage thing. And they're talking about how, well, 20 years ago when the medical laws came out, you know, your average THC was 5%. And now, you know, your average THC is 85 to 90%. And I'm thinking, you know, if you're getting a fucking 85 to 90%, you got some of the best concentrates on the planet. And well, I don't either think way, that's, that's going to make you fucking violent. I think it's going to make you stuck your ass to the couch, eat a box of fucking Oreos and go to bed. And the, the logic behind that is just there's nothing. And Laura Ingram made this big thing. And it, I saw a post that went around because of what she said and saying that the violence is from the fucking weed. But they, they know everything about all these people that have done this. And the one thing, not even one of them, I don't, I think maybe one of them had a bong or maybe smoked weed, but weed has never been like, it's not like, oh yeah, look how many times weed was part of the person's life. No. And if it was, trust me, they would publicize it. That's like, if any of these idiots like were a weed head, they would make that the reason that he did it, right? So there's no evidence that there's any correlation. Like, fuck, we know almost everything we can investigate about any of these people that do it. And they never say, oh, yeah, they're all fucking weed. Right. It's usually some, if it is a drug, it's some fucking pill or meth or. They're know, not some, on a high, they're not on a drug. They're on hate or they're on some other fucking level of internet, whatever that fucking starts that shit. Seems they all gravitate to this certain. You want to know what it is? The smoking autos. Here's his rage, but well, that would mean that there's not enough THC, and that's why people are fucking up. Yeah, yeah they're just pissed off. What well, we all know that auto. smoke weed. Horrible. You can't equate weed to fucking violence. Just wasted that's ninety like days not... of my life growing this fucking thing. Doesn't even uh, give me red. Damn, my pest. Well, look at it like this, right? You go to a cannabis event, okay? Say you go to the High Times Cup. 
and there's fucking 30,000 people there and you're walking through the crowd and you bump into somebody and knock them on their ass on accident. Nine times out of 10, they're going to apologize to you for being in your way. And then, you know, once they get up off the ground, they're going to fucking pass you the well, joint. For five years, I had boosted sure. all the West Coast cannabis things. And the only place that there was was like a real issue was San Bernardino in L.A. Because the gang culture that existed in L.A. And there would be 30,000, 40,000 people there for those three days. And no, there was never even no the red and the blue and the this and the that. They were all flossing. They were all there. They were, it was a hangout. But no, they somehow that nothing ever happened there. Even though there was rap and whatever, Wu-Tang and this, there was like the culture was all there for that kind of shit to go down. Not at any of those cannabis events. It was always just weed, you know? And if you were in uh, Seattle's yeah. Cup or Denver, yeah, you didn't have that gang thing going on. LA, yeah, it was there. But even those guys, yeah, they didn't have any issues and if it was like a rap concert or hip hop thing, oh, that's where all that shit happens. But they didn't bring any of that shit to the cannabis cup. Name that plant, boys. See, I mean, like the only thing I saw close to a fight at the last cup event I went to was uh, some chick fucking screaming at her boyfriend for looking at some other chick's ass. You know, that was the closest thing there was to a fight. There's been a couple of yell offs and shit. Different people have issues, but nah, there's not. You can't equate fucking violence there. Shit. Well, I mean, and the one big, huge thing in Denver at 420 and all that, it still affected the events from there forward. There was like a shooting and all that, but that was because it wasn't necessarily the cannabis event. It was the whole fucking city was partying. Well, but then you look at, um, on the complete flip side of that, look at the laws we have out here on the beaches now with alcohol. Because of a bunch of dumb fucks from Arizona State University who went down to our beaches and got all fucked up drunk, there was a goddamn riot. You don't have that at cannabis events. Well, even that, I remember when it was like, what is it, the flotation thing? And then they tried to skirt it by saying, oh, we're floating. And then they left all this trash and it was a bunch of idiot yeah. kids that just, yeah and that made all these laws that fucked everyone else yeah it, it is illegal to drink an alcoholic beverage on the beach in San Diego because of all the fights and the bullshit but now if you're in the parking lot smoking a joint nobody's going to really say anything to you because you're not causing problems you know you're not doing well, dumb you shit. can't smoke even cigarettes on the beach. So that's where like even to try to smoke a uh, joint on right. the beach well, and smoke and, and the lifeguards have become a thing where they have a lot more of them, which means they need the revenue. And yeah, they fucking are out there giving tickets. They're like, I remember when lifeguards, they, just, they were fucking smoking with you. They were this fucking dude doing their time, saving people's lives. But now it's like fucking turned into police force down there they got atvs fucking they're all everywhere right but what i'm saying is like if you you know you go to the parking lot at the beach and you go sit in your car and smoke a joint nobody's gonna fucking bother you for it no yeah 
You know, and even on the beach, man, you got to smoke one on the beach. And as long as you're, you know, being discreet and being cool about it, you're not going to get fucked with. But the minute you whip out that fucking Budweiser, man, it's a problem. Well, for a few years, I lived in Lucadia and and right across the train tracks, the beach. And I just remember the few times we went down there either after Fourth of July weekend or Memorial weekend, whatever, to the beach, which we went to a lot because we lived right there. The amount of fucking shit bottles and trash just left by a few, you know, days at the beach by fucking people. It was amazing. They would They'd rake through the sand trying to get it all and pile it all up and bring tractors and shovel it all out. Like the amount of most of that was from drinking. Like yeah. all the beer, beer bottles and cans and just people that they one thing they didn't haul the shit out, which is pretty disrespectful, but that's how people are. And that was the thing with those little Haitian people. I remember they were like create their own like trash flotation thing like that the, the city had to deal with because they would leave all the fucking bottles and cans just floating out there in the harbor. <laughs> but you ever go to Humphreys? Oh, I did. I've seen so many shows at Humphreys for my kayak. I and I have videos because it's to me that I've seen some crazy parties down there. I've never done it because I don't know anybody that's got, but you can go to this venue because the harbor's like any public. So there's these people that have like kayaks or small boats or whatever that go to the show for free and just like literally there's this little section. And they just boat after a pile. And because there's no security has no uh, authority over them. Yeah. You can't smoke in Humphreys and they're all uptight of everything. But then you look over the side where the boat people are and they're raging, having a fucking great time. They didn't have to pay, but they're in the water. Like show goes to 10, 11 at night. And you're like, yeah, that that's probably not so fun. Get a little wet and sitting in a fucking raft. Oh, dude, if you've never sat in a kayak fishing, listening to the Eagles play live, you haven't lived. You sure if I use these ones or do you want like the Yeah, that would. If the weather's right. Yeah, that's a cool venue. That's a cool venue for shows. Yeah, it's one of San Diego's better cool places it's not so big it's small it's right there in the harbor can't beat it other than they have like a noise curfew which like i'm friends with warren haynes and government mule and they're a power trio loud that's this whole thing and yeah that's the reason warren hates that place because yeah it's 90 decibels and he he doesn't like being contained like that Well, it's right outside of a, a very expensive residential neighborhood. The hotel and the whole vibe they're trying to... It, I understand. Hey, yeah. that's not the only venue that has those sound curfews. A lot of them do.
I wish I yeah, knew what this I, bud was I'm smoking. It's like a sweet earth. Been a while since I had anything earthy with what I was saying. Like, damn. Mixed bag. What's that, like uh, OG think, Auto Garage? Hit... <laughs> no, <it> was... <laughs> I don't think so, man. Definitely a mix, though. Definitely a mix. I'm thinking more of the bubble kush, what I remember. It had a bit of earthiness to it and a sweetness. This must be a bubble kush cross. Or at least my version of bubble kush. My version is better. Well, well, Major, could I treat you with <laughs> some of these autos next week? Like, I think I think I I'm creative in in my my uh, packaging. Oh, really? Huh? Where are you going? San Diego next week? I'll be home on Tuesday. I'm just leaving for the weekend. Hmm. Anyway, it's curing. It's dry. I just cut them down like two days ago. The autos. Like I said, buddy, that'd be really awesome if you gone tested. All right, we'll talk about it. I'm just, since we talk about this shit so much, well, let's see what you think. And like I said, get your friends. friends. I'm not saying, oh, I'm not trying to say, oh, these are better than any photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree with everything you say. I'd like it to be a blind test. And I also see the convenience of it. To be honest, I planted the seed and just watered it. Didn't they didn't get big enough that I had to really stake them? They just did. if I had an acre like that, holy shit, that's a win. That's a lot of bread. I'm just speechless. <laughs> and I'm sure even my 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 friend James Loud. Like he's not really into individual seed cells. Like he, he says it himself. He's bulk seeds. I don't know all of his, his whatever. I know he sells seeds by the pound and kilo. And I imagine that if you're people that are buying pounds and kilos of seeds and have plans on doing fields, autos are pretty appealing. I think they are. Those ones? Are these autos? Well, it guarantees a quick harvest, right? No, no, those aren't. Damn, I, I wanted to I, fucking groom them right away. <laughs> I, I have a fucking... few of these three varieties, but I'm not sharing any of my autos because, yeah, it's like they're gone. Like, and they've done me well the last two years, and the ones I got left are for next year, <laughs> unless I get more. But I'm not the type to want to pay for autos. I mean, do they charge like ten dollars a seat for an auto? Now that's or more. Same price, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, almost any seed's ten dollars, right? Let's yeah, face even auto. Well, but another seed has like the possibility to be a winning lotto ticket and can be cloned and run for your whole life, and yeah, and could be a, a game changer. But that's none of that's in an auto at all. It, it at least pays for itself once. An auto, you're not sure if it's going to pay for itself. Yeah. 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 Okay. Pays for itself. But because of the size of them, even in this little 48 bed, if I was to like maximize it, I'd need like 24 plants in each bed. 
They don't get very I think big. it's Mr. Toad who, who always brings up like the, the plants getting so cheap that's worth. All right. So that's where the auto game is going. It's the terpene extraction, but I think. The amount of work that went into making. Or is that, that you, buddy? It's that you always said that. What? Go ahead. Was that you who said that, you know, weed's getting so cheap that eventually it's just going to be grown for the terpenes? Or is that. I said that. Actually, I'm just repeating what this guy, Trichrome Ken or Ken from Trichrome, whatever, said at a panel I was at in 2013, where he was like, he was just proposing at the time because weed was far from collapsing price wise. Well, when weed's $50 a pound, it'll be much more valuable for just straight terpene production and extraction. And mm-hmm. explain that and not all terpenes the are very valuable. It's a like if you were, the waste product if you were is the THC, right? We, we right. can agree well, that it's byproduct now right. with THC, but, but that's what he was explaining was that like lemonine and pine, these are very cheap and readily available. You're not going to make money harvesting that. But and this was so many years ago, we weren't even. Like we've created more terpene profiles since then. The real exotic stuff and the, oh, I don't even know all the vocabulary, right? Some of that is super valuable. Like, like even myrcene, that one, that one is valuable because some of it gets into that's extracted in the open market from papaya, mango, a few other things. The ratio, there's a term for that of like, oh, you need 10 tons to get a teeny bit. Well, that creates the price. Other things, oh, it's it's plentiful, price is low. Sandalwood and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And, right. And so in some of these terpenes, all the hundreds of them, yeah, there's some of them that are like very, very valuable. Because like crickets, I'm out. 5 a.m. for me. Yeah, for it's you. getting late. I think he wants to go. I know I Let's do. Go. Let's go. Love you all. It's always been nice. You said, boys. Cheers, Tony. Have a good night, Tony. You too. Rock and roll, Tony. Yeah, I think I'm going to follow Tony out the door here. I'm getting kind of tired. Yeah, me too. Are you, uh, are, you, are you taking off tomorrow night, Eagle, or uh, you going to do a, a Weed Nerd World from the road or what? Yeah, that's the plan. Uh, I was going to hang out here most of the day. And that came with blurry now. Uh, I was going to hang out here most of the day. And then when it got close to like 1130 or so, I was just going to fucking head out fucking fire up the camera and let the weed nerd world, you know, run wild. Oh, you're rolling down fucking middle of the night style then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to, like, it's like this is the plan because it's such a long trip, man. I figured, fuck, why I get up and run four hours down to, uh, the event and be laggy all fucking day. You know what I mean? After because I don't know about you guys. After I drive fucking four hours, man, I'm like in that fucking blah kind of fucking mode there for a little bit. 
So I figured I'd roll down and uh, fucking uh, see my daughter and my grandson. <laughs> you know what I mean? <coughs> fucking then uh, take off from there early in the morning the next day. Because I don't think the event starts until like 12. So I think I'm going to fucking head out around like 10 from uh, Genesee or the Flint area there. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Lessons the trip. Oh, yeah. That's cool. A few birds with one stone, you know? Get some, uh, get some grandpa time in on the way to the fucking event. That's cool. Hell yeah. Overdue, oh, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Well, safe travels, Eagle. Cheers, everybody. Later, chat. Later, Blinded Bob. Blind Cat 420. Cheers, brother. It's okay. Later, brother. All right, guys. Eagle, fuck you for having us. Green Fingers, you haven't called me about that soil. Blind Cat, right. fuck you. Buddy. I'm next, Eagle. It was great. Chat, up. Off. Go ahead. I'm not even done yet. Ah. Get me next. I ain't even done yet. <laughs> Fucking cut me off when I'm trying to leave. God damn, man. <laughs> uh, when I heard fuck you, I thought that was it because that was usually Thank the cue. I really thought that was oh. it too. All right. Well, well then fuck you. <laughs> I really that there was, it yeah. is. It's usually I got with you, buddy. Usually it's so st- short and sweet, just in and out. I, yeah, I was just going with the flow. Just like I a band-aid. Know. Have a good trip, man. I will I'll look for you on here. Have fun. Right on. Have well, fun, Green Fingers. Peace chat. Bye. Thank you. Yep. Yep. You, buddy. <laughs> Have a good night. Morning. Oh yeah, everybody go plant some seeds. I'm fucking high. I was gonna take a dab, but I'm not going to now. So love you, Eagle. Thank you for having the show. Fucking all these crazy ass people. Man. Great night. Crazy. Without the crazy ass people, fucking life would be boring, wouldn't it? I don't know. I've never known it without crazy ass people. So I might just like it for a minute or two, you know, just a minute or two of just like not so much psycho shit all the time. But but it's fun here. So love you. Thank you. Have a great morning. Fuck, I don't even know. Yeah, morning. I can't find a business, bro. There the is. crickets got you thrown off, man. It's crickets all the time. That's why you don't know. <laughs> they are. They're really going off right now. It's killing me. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Well, with that being said, it is time to get the fuck out of here. Why not do the shout outs? I got a fucking few minutes. So let's find some. Cheddar Bob suggested no more fucks to give some. Might as well start out there. Let me drink coffee to wet this whistle. Jeez. All right, what the hell? This one goes out for Mr. Cheddar Bob. Already started it there. 
Sub cool. D's house a day. Mama lost seven ten. Scarecrow four twenty. Green dumb bum. Christina G eighty nine. Unplugged seven oh five. Medical Magola cutting routine. The rebel. The ninety two seven. Baby is lean. The not here. Time to move. Great Walker. Mendo dumpty dog. Doug being a red eye Jedi. Grows Mother Nature. Dustin Conway. Duckweed. Run boy seven four two six. Justin Gooder. Same man. Oki grow seventy five. Corey Trevor. Michael Wall. Small vision four twenty. Who's your kid? Taco Don Slug. Rick S in the bush. Seven two seven. Jade Simmons. Cameron Hahn. Worthless. Hell pants fan four twenty five. Winter dirt road dude. Kenneshiba. Who's a Ramirez? Red eye wrestler. Dan Goblin. Doctor Bosley. Your S tone seven ten. Canuck. Candy Queen. Genetics. Savvy Tanasi. From Dirt Man. Dan Keith. The Black Sales. Mister Bosillas. Sim Premium Guards. Ross Bob. Ross and Jess. Old Root. Small Tooth. Tyler. Frosty Buds. North Michigan. Micro. Weezy Buds. Up D Roy. Big Jar Gross. J C Modern. Genetics. Okay. Weezy. John. Last PPG. Fifteen. Green County Grower. C J Apple. Perfectly. Perfected. Dollar Tree Grower. T One Production. Saint Grower. D O A Grown Mess. Mint Snooty Grows. I grew some Johnny Canisteed. Nutrient shootouts, naughty Nikki, so inside, Brandon, why pixel monkey, St. Bernard's observation, Clover 420, highs by Aldridge, 25, Miss Man, G, Stu, Move, Mo, Grower, Cannon, Great, Loki, Gross, Suss, this guy, Burton, 79, 79, Polish Hammer, Midwest Outlaw, 31, Voodoo, Altros, Fresno, Nerds, Kelly Connection, Wolverine, Grower, Big Jack, Gross, Jimmy, One for Light, Lay Way Back, from Deep Black, MMP, Nations, Grease, Amber Lawn, it's like a Delic Warlock, Artist, LD, Sir, Sticky, Rob, Big Day, 420, Grant Window, Big Head, 1961, Mad Y, G, Three, the green click, JK, triple G, Mrs. Brickley, Brittany, and Tyler, T. Slate, Hope Farms, Lisa G, John, B2 Crazy for you, BGWG, 420, Dr. Buswell, Purpum OG, Anthro, Sets Me, Anthro, Jess, Face 420, Beast Coast Grower, 420, Sir Howe, Triple O, Keep It Real, Haggerton, 420, Seven, 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 Green 13, New South Wales, King of Magic, Aquaponics, Indra, Michigan, Native, Mary Jane, Med, Mary Jane's Med Gardens, Dreamer 77, Double D, Bad Bunny, Nutrients, Miss Green Pots, Miss Green Nugs from 619 to 666, Sewer Spain, Kruger, Jones, Grow, Pop G, Cast, Grow, uh, Raz, Amy, Drove, Grows, Cast, uh, yeah, Grow from Your Heart Podcast, Lily Luna, Green Med, Black Turf, My Romantic, Sony, Creek, Lost Heart, Mr. No One, LG420, Giant Mike, Prometheus, Soil, Jason, I Don't Speak Wind, David, Colby, Mason 662, Scroggin' Mix, Scroggin' the Fourth Goddess, Gross, Kelly Burr, Shed, Brad, Family Farmers, Molly P, B, Orr, Kevin Jodry, Mike Hancho, Jay Huggins, UTA, Green Country, Tree Hunter, Kush Cloud, Joshua Seems, and Organic Home Bloods, Warren Nelson, Cam Wood, Main Missing, Show Love Always, Kelly Stone, Texas OG, Chuck Norris, Sarge S, Claire Fresno, Happy Guy. Up. Three love the mix up Kinder Gross up Green Haze Tree G Friends Tree MMJ Man S A Vol Dragonfly Bees Justice Meds Travis Wells Lucky Mike Seattle Chronic Seeds King Chronic Titan from Blessed Coast Seeds Django Gas Vassal for Life John Smith Tommy Trickle Hope King Raz Pop a Little Soul Rolls Spiky Pilot Oscar Green Jr. Matt Silbert into 11 Stephanie B Shark Play 989 Bob Bronze Offer Garner Nation 420 Joe White Bugs 1313 Go or Paint Lady Frank Blue J Myers Submit Chat Mr. Manny D Bag C Dr. DGC Jeff Sarah 911 Dutch Cross 420 Scallywag 420 Skill Bowl 1 Med Grow 1 Empire Marine Go for 
Broly, Lost Leaf, Liam Mass, Annie, Danko, B Bear, Seven Alley, Noble, CK, Tom, Trinidad, Looney Jester, Smoking with Small Towns, Tim S, Mr. Lazy, Raptor Grove, Rob, Automation, and Freedom, Robert Hazelton, Dora, Mission Court, Dope Tap Farmers, Mr. Green, Dumb 420, A Rudy, Prospects, and Cannibal Server, Hate and Life, Kenny 710, Operation Pro, TM, 42696, Rude Nuts, 619, Dr. Scramble, 3D, Rude Rush, GHF, Double J, Bio Green, Self Roar, 56, Hank, Sinky, 420 Memory Farms, if all 420 Cameron, Mr. Banks, and Jill Carter, Missing Marks, Missing Grower, Ginger Staff, PTE, Rose, Rick Wolf, DLP 2373, Guys, ready to hit that hot fire, Chris Martin, save Robbie, Sergeant Live, hit the fake cane, finger legs, finest, Ridge, Fat, Dozer Moon, Southern BT Grower, Tooth Medical, Jerry Bear, Plus One Buster, Secret City Pioneers, Final Little Tits, 2042 Spacewalker, Christian, Three Month, T Bear, to Heart, Soul, Homegrown, Mike B, T, Dwayne, East Coast, Well, Heidi Day, Galactic Garden, Sound, Smith, Elliptus, Financial Farms, Pacific Northwest, Seeds, Ross, High Fall, Little Hoko, Trent, Redis, Use of Love, 420, Grant, Manual, Mayor, Bond, Sammy Sizzle, Chris Wu, DK, Dres, Vision, Greater Guru, Kind Brew, Canada Nation, JJ Wire, Day in the Indoor Man, Grow Me's Homies, Hamilton, Grown, Clip Smoke, Heat Zone, Canna Flag, PA, Big High, Sep 10, Eugene, Greeley, Bates, Drew, Hustle, Fred, Darn, Carlos, No, there's no fear, Grow 420, No Solid, Justin White, Guys, Thank Kenny, Introvert, Jonathan, So, so Jay, Vixen, Robert, Mr. Killer, 8, Mo, James, Buttercream, C Dub from NorCal, The Farmer, CC Bags, Steadhead, Smoking 616, Curtis, Mayhem, Matt, Meyer, Morte, Rick, Amen, Stephanie, Door, Intended Seeds, Vab, Carrie, K, Mike, Rubles, Drew Beer 420, Maxi 751, Lawrence Gonzalez, Logan, get up. Student Lou, Popco 719, Bake with Shake, Baby, Old Smoke, PWC, Robust, Lord Wash, Mr. Weed Blunt, Old School Grower, Chad Westport, Honcho, Growing Floor Nugs, My Little Piece of Heaven, Pugin Sound Seeds, Clyde Grow, Richard T, Crispy, Wannabe, Mr. Soul, Food Spectrum, Gone God, Lori Hansen, Real 2000 Years of Tradition, Mr. D. Conley, Pim Jam, Make Pony Face, Show Me Satisfied, Fuck Ghoul and You, I'm Going Well, Canadian Resort, Poor Dirt Farmer, Call Right, Zepner, Homo Farms, Tannery Farms, Seldom Seen, Old Park Garden, Tail 9782, Skokie Packs, Michael Marshall Artist, 2012, Microsoft, Hafner, Daniel McDizzle, Medically Fit, KGB, Robert, Mr. Green, Figures, Motherfucking Thomas, Ranch Coats of Plenty, Monkey Balls, Andrew Champion, Bobby Lynn, me and Trent, uh, Trench Digger, Mr. Max, Tony Like Baloney, Bill S. Lee, Pete Stater, Delicious, Vinci Country, Roots, You're on Fire Tonight, Chris Creeper, Big Great 420, T101, Bustle Jansen, Club 14, Peter Peepan, Fire 616, Donald Lopin, North Max Group, Timothy McCombs, Neil Justin Chronic 88, Bad Valley Real, Jennifer Steele, Kenneth Zero, Three Turf Robert Sands, Stevens, Carlitos, Lotus, Skitter, Cuts, Mississippi, Wolf Scene, Fire Saw, Wall, Wolfie, You Got a Smoke, Cross Bob, White Mother, Rose, Burning Truth, Stone, Grove, Snake, K Man, Rose, BX, Gunner, Smith, Dude, New Grove, Sean McCann. Now we ain't going nowhere, you can come and give a try.
Jay Bones, naked gentleman, Wild Wild Can Grove, all dog. You're on Cannabis Council. This is Paris Rock Fam, Justice Big 420 Ben, Press Grove, Thriving Herbs. Hi, boy, you remember and grows. We be growing our Australian Grove. Love with Blend, our gold American Smart Poker, on Grows and Cape Man, Wise High, Serve Crab, Micro Groom, Jeff Lowenfels, Mobius Gross, Date Brownies, and D. Elliot Harkins, Mystic Flavor, The Foraging Gardener, Over Water, Overkill, Seattle Seed, Shadow Warrior, Belly Green, 514, Million Jensen, Oz, Indica, Dr. MJ, Coco, Brandon, Russ, Matthew Gates, D's Bags, Roll, Sir, Shotgun, Willie, Thank you to Jay Simmons, True Bro, Ghost, Clackamas, DJ Connolly, Air in the Roar, Light Night, 1970. Eight Michigan robots, Joe Boy, Roar Boy, Delta Knight, Jamie Sands, Black Whisper, 46, Cola, Silk, Cyborg, PFC, Farms, Hudson Gardens, Sun Grove, 707, JA, Jerome, J420, Cascadia, Grozito, CK4, Plants, 8, We Works, Captain Scrubs, Cookie Buffs, Hans Warrior, Jackie Young, Terry Live, McGaster, Tempe, Annie, N, Peter, Green, Junior, Leon, Wild Purpose Plus, Green Goose, 11, Smiles, 11, Bitby Bugs, Richard Forbes, David, Momentum, Before, Bay Buck, Nick and T, John Reese, What about Bob, Chris, Patty, Daniel, Berkeley, Green Buff, Man, B Tucker, James Shucks, Arch Rose, 818, John Wayne, Carolina Roots, Sister Goldair, Dana L. Dink, Rio, KF Gardens, Blank 1032, Only Beat, Farmer James, Crypto Dope, HIP, Growers, Man, Jareen, Dan Marino, Chronic Wonder, Sunrise, Grows, Top Floor, Genetics, Mole Vision, 420, K2 Kiss, Jesse Fisher, My Dog, Nelly, Rooster Farms, Alex Hardy, Hardy Gear, Benny Cropper, Daniel Rose, Wolves, Bitten Grown Med, Sunrise, Gold, Lexi, Brittany, Cool, and Chase. I love you guys. No limit. Grumpy Toad, Alchemist, and Cannabis, Soulborn Addiction, Ross, Jordan, Adam, D, Dirty Or, Catfish, High Power, Thunder Dan, Proper Nation Station, John McDaniel, Slits and Marie, Sarge Gross, 818, Blaze, Daily, Five Piper, Perpetual, Eagle Five War, Sills, Flash Four, New Frank, Masada, The Dank Judges, Keno, Kelly, Maxwell, Captain 420, C5, What About Bob, Bill, Justin, Pop, Truth, John Gorsi, Jen Doe, John Jackson, THC, 4, BT, SCT, Virgin, Hunter, Grow, Twomp, Cat, Cattle, Blaro, Catamica, that's up because John Doe, Mr. Manny, D. Kent Ferreira, 420, Frank Ferreira, Bear Supreme Grape, Sony Rockefeller, Caveman, Cannabis, Supreme Roof City, Sin, there we go. Why it's the same with Midnight Roots, Dead Sunny Smuggles, Michael Poy, Polly B. Quick Beat, Nimble, Buddy E. Kilowatts, Michael D. 4889, Disbanded Brothers, My Silly Man, Joseph, Great Spenderson, RX, Keeping Chief Hydro Daily, Concerned American, uh, Cannabis 411, Freedom of Speech, Dr. Jointsworth, These Trees, Conscious of Duke, Sub 10, as well as Jesse Stevenson, Victoria, Victoria, Cannabis, Baby, Sacred Gardens, Gus Rose, Liquid Gate, Doug Pounds, David St. Louis, I'm Luke, Plot, Stastic, Yeti, Edward, I'm in Grown, Uncle Emmer, Off Grid Church, Christopher Break, 454, Last Friday, Matthew, SoCal, Sue, Elder, Man, Major, Jake Froome. Oh, I love that song. Jake Froome, Jack Horseshit, X, Owner, New Joel, and Jen from North, Sergeant X, Carolyn, Carolyn, Mr. Cry, GTA, B13, Leo, Brew, BM, Perfection, XX, Elite, GPX, Uncle, Sonar, Christmas Tree, Kitchen, Grows, Paradise, LAD, Grove, Garden, ICD Clan, Decoy, Bacon, Mrs. Cato, Fresh Bacon, JL, Big Bad Rose, Alley, Cana, Australia, Bull, Jump, 420, Garden, Standard, Food, Mr. Nowhere, Man, Selling, Sally, Silly, Seashells, 
Bob Wabi chimes in. Rescue ready. Riverside LLC. Notorious Son. Fantasy. Father and Son. Tribute to Notorious Son. T. Dan. Jose Martin. Perez. Toggles and Hook. For Jordan. Buck. Cheaper Band. TR 420. Community Videos. Detroit River. At Lewis Garcia. Michael B. AJ. Everyday. Captain Bob. Captain Audit. 10 Bob 13. There we go. 420. Main. Take Kenrick's in for the grill. Backwards. All good. Sally Mansell. Adam Skankin. Chanel Simpson. One smoke away. Country Roads. Kazoo. Bird Aaron. Bernie Shrooms. Canadian Studios, MG the 420 Road Time, Paul John Fleming, Dick Fitch, Fiber Wild, Polly P, Seldom Seen, Elevated, Learning it, Lenny Organic, Sunman, Sunny, Sunman, Chiba Sunny, there we go, Jeff Pollock, Ricardo, Sosa, Dan J, Earth Friendly Farming, Candy Force Farmer, Fuck All That Beef, Mystery Grower, Jason Line 512, Snake Eyes, Northern 4466, Jason Grayson, Sonar Baker, MD, Sony, Greek, Russ Sonic, Prince Willard, Tarzan, Superman, Old Man, Herbert Ass, Freebird, Moe, Moe, Grower, Matty Gar, Simple Man, Survivor One Time, Tim Blake, Off Notes, Chronic, Sink That, Kevin Arrow, Pull Arrow, Harley Grow, Jen God, Jason Lamb, 512, Steve Collins, Todd Kendricks, Property Maintenance, Sharpie, Island, Hey, School, Steve Speech, JR, Reem, Brandy K, TCDR, Claire Killian, Wardrobe, Farming, Granny Grande, Pit 1000, Ace Blue, 3223, Wake Up, Captain Freedom, Captain Freedom, B, Upper Spots, 15 Digits, Michigan, Transfer, Chad, Fred, G, Super Bob, Roski, 808, Weekend, Air, Bernie's, K Bag, Justin Station, Strong, Silo, Organic, Zippy, I Met, CK, Hell, Me, Flower, Prep, Group, Todd, Kendricks, Kendricks, Newton, KT, Christine, True Zoom, Twelve John, Throne, Eddie, Dread, Barbara, Matthews, or, uh, right, your, your new alias there, Barbara Matthews. Bill S., I built something, I think. Sorry about that. Ancient Soul Grown, Kevin Jiu-Jitsu, Kenna Health and Happiness, Berserk 215, Clab Low Cut, Albert Trendley, Mo Manny, Madras, Benji, Helen, Hughes, Janius, James, Tia, Tommy, Smooth, Miss Jill, Big Daddy, LT Gardens, High Flyer, 420, Lobster Brush Pro, Mother Tree, Main, Red Pill, Your Boy, Your Boy, Shannon, Give It to Ron, Rick W, Comfortably Numb, One Smoke Away, The Eight Morning Show, Richard Lamb, Red Pill, Absent. Canvas Pursuit, K Rolling, K Rolling, Worthy Buzz, Logan, Man 81, Oil of Flower Podcast, Andrews, Quick War, Dix, Pink Lady, Luck, Help, My Four Twenty, Toronto, Mikey, Fire Farms, French Dweller, Sarah, Single Fathers, Happiness Without Gills, Mike, Steve, 562, Ganja, James, Christopher, Green Ghost, Genetic Sons, and Will Bay, Benson, Astro, Charlie, Septipa Smooth, or GTCA, Bush Doctor, Pretty Hogarth, CK, James, and Weaver, Grow Owens, Corey Gagnon, Green Hill Farms, Hillbilly Herbs, Casey Worm Terps, Skunky Bruiser, YBF, Larry OG, Bob's Farm, Spartan, Grown, Johnny Green, Thumb 710, Miss Kawawa, Tuttle, Counter, DP710, Kebro TV, Virginia Herbs, Fred Primo, Equilibrium, Genetics, Trophy Truck, Skyway, Kevin O'Donnell, Rob, Super Trucker, eBay, Bunchender, Ted Knox, Matt Green, Greg 77, Ted Knox, Skunk Game, Glassworks, Beast Mode for 347, Tom, CJMA, 182, Justin, that Dan Stoney, Baby Fat Jake, Luke, Fifth 1000, Dan Stoney, Sunshine Farm, Adrian Bats, Brad, Sarah, Bob, Marie, Scotty Nowhere, Justice McNasher, Red Bear Fire, Two Dogs, Seeds, Butt Plug, Bucking Up, Lucky, Cloudy, Goslin, Mountie, World, Green, CT Gardens, Betty Ben, Up and Able, Miss Marker, Cooster, Five Centimento, Green Goddess, Alberta, Candace, Rose, Earth Creeper, Dawn, His Live, Man, Yes, John Gall, Cooper, Robert Rittenhouse, Pedro, Joey Berger, Mr. Deville, Mikey from Molly Gold Genetics, Missy Dinks and Dragonfly, Earth Medicine, Thunder Man, San Luis, Sun Gold, Super Bob, Dutch Gross, 420, Tough Impact, Mountain. 
Mr. Tree Tough or Green Gypsy One Dice Doors. I'm Dirty Rotten Episode 69. Setting Gage to the Bug Sovereign. Uh, a Paco Paco Smartphone B Ridley Val F Tough and Bad Creature Doing some way time on this and body old bears going Home invaders get no motherfucking pity blue kiss cards. Uh, crack babies DWC. I'm sorry, we turned DWC. Shout out, brother. Shorty for life token pirate supernatural. Brittany Nicole Skate Cards. Rossum Black Oil. Mr. Dolby as Penny Pebble Rivers. Frank Rowdy 420 Jeff J. Restock Days. Gardens, Kareem, Big Course 54, Loud 420, Green Goddess, Moon Cell, Pearly Bank, Christ Christ, Tricone, Jungles, DD Daniel, The Beastly, Lord Camp, 1222, Pro Boss, Dave Plummer, NB Closet Grower, Blinded by Light, Weed Fairy, and a Grow No, Miss Fishy's Doc Callis, Miss Toad, Uncle Rick, Mr. 1212, Cassie Pirate Fair, Mr. Mark Lee Hill, Handicap PK, Urban Remo, Red Dragon Brothers, Journey Over Grower, Dab Hunter, JT, GML, Legally Wiggly, Cam the Cannaman, the high and tight 420 PG, humble local 2.0, Nick D, K Good Farms, Zachary G, Say Your Will, BU, Eddie Amores, Turp Wizard, Paisley Farms, S.103, Drewzilla, MKL, Drug, Chilbert, UK, Brandon Harris, 710, Count Sewer, Fino Fisherman, Temple Knights, Cottonmouth, Grow, Icy Cold, Sterling Moss, Don DK, Driving Miss Hazy, Herb Conscious, Winnie J, Roy Dugan, Marijuana King, Gods and Ninja, How What You Got, Justin Cadini, hopefully I'm saying that right, Big Blazer 80, Ryan Kowalski, Marcus Greenthumb, 420 Ben, you're twice on the list, Hey Nova, last but not least, Sweetest 207, thank you guys all for what you do, tuning in, helping out with the show participating in the show, telling friends, all the above. Thank you, guys. That's why you guys get shout-outs, man. I need to keep start keeping this list a little more handy because I have seen a lot more names hanging out lately. With that being said, hopefully you guys know the deal. If this is the end of your day, your journey, please get some rest. If this is the beginning of your day, your journey, please take time for a little bit of self-love, a little bit of meditation along the lines of what I am hoping is an amazing, prosperous Friday for you. Take time to do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. I'm a living, breathing example of that. With that being said, it will be a weed nerd world tonight on the road. Down to Big Cloud Farm from in the Michigan. You guys have a great day. I'll see you tonight. Love you guys.